All right. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Aleda. And I'm Miranda. And together we are the Sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back for another episode. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, Let me close. The Zoom was updating. So I was like, Black Friday window Mm. shopping (laughs) as it loaded up. Anything exciting? No, <laughs> it's no. nothing I really need. I was just like, oh, look at all these emails. I should clear them. Didn't do that either. That's all right. Though. All right. Well, we're back, everyone. And we're going to be talking about. Well, Wave. actually. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> say, uh, we're back, everyone. And we're continuing our theme of the month curated by Miranda's beautiful brain. And we're transitioning from kind of like more critical works i guess to i don't want to say fan more in. yeah fan and i was like i don't want to say it's more fun it, it is clearly just more fun i think it, you know yeah. it's less uh analytical <laughs> this episode yeah it's candy yeah you know, it's, sometimes you want something to chew on and sometimes you just want some candy absolutely i'm having a blast and this week we're reading go ahead miranda wayne family adventures the webtoon yeah I was so excited. We're only doing season one. I mean, don't say only. It's like 51. It is 51 mini comics. It is. But there is a season two. So if you're like, wow, I want more by the end of the episode, there's a few more episodes out on the webtoon. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we did cram in 52. <laughs> well, I thought it was 50. And I was like, I'm done. And I was like, no. I was like, oh. <laughs> there's one more and the last one is my favorite yes it's very good um would you like me to read the credits or do you want to read the credits go ahead and read the credits all right so our creatives uh inks is star bite writing is crc pain storyboards are mara uh maria lee background and rendering land ma flats gene kim lettering keel oh gosh Kila Mel, Seb Ball, and production is Susan Cheng and Will Kennedy, and they're based on the characters by DC Comics. Comics. Yep. It's so nice. It's right at the bottom of every webtoon. It's amazing. It is. It's all together. It's not hidden in the picture. You don't have to look for like a poster. Oh, you have to freaking find a Wikipedia within a Wikipedia to find who did what. Right, right. And then you read it, read it, and you realize that like they didn't include the colorist for whatever reason. Yeah, totally. I love I love it. Everything about it. I'm just like, great. I guess that was my first impression. How was have you read this? (laughs) Sorry. Um, I got too excited. No, no, you're fine. (laughs) What are the first impressions? So Wayne Family Adventures, uh, it first start. it started last year, September 8th, 2021. Yes. They dropped like the first three episodes all at once. This is officially sanctioned, but not canon. Oh, it's not so canon. It- okay. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. There's so much growth in this. Right? <laughs> yes. So it is officially sanctioned. It is part of a collaboration between DC Comics and Webtoons. It is a wildly successful collaboration. I believe it has a larger reader base than the uh, than the Batman, Detective Comics, and Urban Legends line combined. Boo. It should be canonical. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I know. I know. But if they made it canonical, they would have to like change a bunch of things because when it was written, it wasn't canonical. And so they just kind of t- cherry picked whatever they wanted. Oh, that's fair. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I just like it a lot. They would literally have to change like Steph and Cass because those versions of them are not yeah. the ones that are happening in the comic <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, Same with Tim. In a perfect world. <laughs> in a perfect world. I know. I know. So it is not canonical, but it is officially sanctioned. Okay. Fair. So. It's okay. Yeah. I'm having a blast. But I really, I personally really like webtoons. Yeah. I know that we have established that I'm not a fan fiction right, uh, reader. It's been <laughs> talked about thoroughly on and off the show. However. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did did I make you feel bad? I'm sorry. No, 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 no. No, it's funny. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I'm like, I literally don't know anything. But Webtoons is like the thing that I do read that's not, I don't, this is like the first Webtoon that I saw. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more, but the first one that I saw that was like a partnership between between like a big license and webtoons. Everything else that I've read is more like original works mm-hmm. or inter- interpretations of things. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was so excited. Like when I it first came out, I subscribed to it. Um, but I do like fall off of webtoons, so I'll go like a while without reading it and let like my subscription ones like stack up because I like reading. It I like it to consume my day. <laughs> Basically, I'm not yeah. like weekly. <laughs> yes, I don't know what it is about my brain in that, but it works out very well. Can you see my cat? I can see your cat. Your he cat is, is a little shadow. He is the void in our house. He's our Batman. I can't point on the screen. Oh, he got locked in here with me. Look at him. <laughs> he's oh at me my like, god, he's Batman. <laughs> You're stuck with me, Minerva. Go to sleep. <laughs> I'm not letting you out. All the pets are going to get excited. He was in the closet and I didn't realize. Anyway, <laughs> he's really quiet though. Uh, he's blending in with the wastebasket in the chair. So uh, yeah, you'll probably see him move around. He's so funny. He came out and was like, fuck, <laughs> I knew what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, back to this. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm having a good time. I know I shouldn't spend the next half of my day reading the rest of it, but I mean, it's not going to be that much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it wait and then wait till the end of the season two and then read it. But yeah, <laughs> I had a blast doing this. Thank you for picking it. Like I said, it was in my like cue to read and I just hadn't read it. And the podcast kind of gave me a reason to like read it. And I just am <laughs> having a good time. I also realized that I get them all confused. I knew it. I knew I did. But this confirmed. <laughs> oh, no. It's fine. It's mostly Tim. Like, I don't remember Tim. I just he doesn't yeah. exist in my brain. This it's... version of him is very. I have notes, mm-hmm. but overall, I really enjoy like the Wayne Family Adventures. I think it is a great uh, medium when it comes to introducing people to these characters. Yes, that is in part why DC did like the partnership is that they've been struggling to bring in new readers for years. You know, if they really want new readers, they would make it less. They would make it less difficult to start reading comics. But you know, we, we can talk about that a different time. <laughs> um, so, but like this was part of like an effort to kind of expand like the odd their audience base and it has been wildly successful like i know that um you know i'm not i'm not a an influencer on tiktok like i don't have like a large audience but i do know that like there is a pretty significant base of my audience that are younger readers and they were specifically introduced through like the wayne family adventures you know like i've i think it's cool i think it's neat I think it's fun. I love that it is slice of life because like, yes, I love slice of life. Yeah, I would if they if DC published like just a canonical slice of life of just like superheroes just going through their shit. I would read it. Yeah. Oh, obviously we're doing it. 
yes. <laughs> like this is a case study in the fact that like it's nice to see their like day to days i guess mm-hmm. it humanizes the the heroes yeah readers because it is very much like okay well like logistically how would this actually work and those are like i would say typical questions and we've visited like questions that comics pose in the last like two episodes and it's like how do i exist oh you only exist because your stories to people um and you only exist for like our pleasure so there's a lot of like grief written into you but mm-hmm. we can see that like younger authors right or more contemporary work if we let them if we let these characters be full people and fleshed out you know um then we're able to we're able to get all those like facets of a human through story mm-hmm. through like slice of life because like well you we all talk about it but you see like interactions with characters like primary characters secondary characters that help develop uh like grief without it being murdering your family you know it's like oh i got dumped like oh that sucks let's talk about it you know or i'm really nervous about holding this person's hand or these are like the ones that Mm -hmm. sit out to me um like the the self-pressure that they put on themselves Mm -hmm. to not take breaks to continue being the vigilantes that like take care of civilians um Mm -hmm. And how relatable that is to people. Because you could always talk about, like, we put self-pressure to always produce things or to always be the best at what we're doing as opposed to just, like, being happy we showed up or happy we were able to take a rest. Um, Yeah. So I just really appreciate it for giving us the stories that paint them as a full character without massacring a family (laughs) or a genocide has to happen or whatever, right? Like, great tragedy because uh, that's not obviously it's not realistic it's a comic so it's not gonna be realistic and i think a lot of people like fall on that like well it's a comic book I'm like yeah but we can also dig deeper like i think it's also um there is i think it's it, it's a pretty fair assumption to say that a lot of people that enjoy comic books also enjoy manga and one of the things that's really great about manga is that there is a much broader range of genres that they depict you know there are like there are, there's a genre of manga that uh, I think is is shown in the correct word. I'm gonna get it wrong. I'm always gonna get it wrong. I'm not. A, I'm not a manga historian. I'm a comic book historian. <laughs> Did you say genre? Is that what you said? So yeah. So like they've there is shown in manga, which I would say is a pretty fair comparison when it comes to mm. like the superhero genre of comic book, like okay. in general. Yeah. You know, but then there's also like the shoji ones. There's the romances. There are slices of life. There are ones that it's just literally somebody going to work and then having a drink with friends at the end of the day. Very nice. Like, you know, and so like, I think that there is a, there is more of an expectation that you can tell different kinds of stories using comics as like a medium versus kind of here in America where it's a lot more limited. Like, yes, there are still some slices of life, but they're not nearly as popular. And like, generally speaking, if you say I'm reading a comic book, someone is expecting like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so I think that is kind of one of the that's one of the shifts that I think that we're starting to see when it comes to audience tastes and when it comes to how stories are being told. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I as a crackpot have my whole theory of like of, of how we are entering into another era of comic book. Mm-hmm. And part of that is with people wanting to explore deeper into characters and wanting to see more introspective storylines instead of just like, you know, Hulk smash. Yeah. And I think like webtoon, like 
like things like Wayne Family Adventures are very emblematic of that. If it's it is DC dipping their toe in and kind of exploring this idea of like, well, what if we use these super characters but told different kinds of stories? Yeah. I think I lost my point at some point in there, but it's fine. No, I think you got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I never remember what I say. Uh, like, I don't, I don't ever remember anything that I say. I start saying something and then I get three sentences in and then I realize that I don't remember what the first two sentences were. Yeah. Um, similar. I have similar problems. I don't know if it's a problem, but uh, I'll do that where I'm like, wait, what was I talking about? And then someone has to tell me, like, oh, we're talking about that. I'm like, oh, right. This was my point. <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> but I'm back in. <laughs> I I got asked to repeat myself once, like in a college class, like the professor asked me to repeat my point and I said, no. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. I aspire to be. It wasn't like a no, like, no, I'm not repeating myself. It was more like, uh, she was like, Miranda, can you like, can you say that again? I was like, no, no, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I panicked because I didn't actually remember what I said. Did anyone record it? Was anyone taking notes? Just repeat it, please. Thank you. Uh, that's very funny. Um, I'll usually like say something, and then if I'm asked to repeat it, then it's like a diluted version of what I said because I'm like mm-hmm. trying to remember what I said. Uh, but it's a slow, it's a slow processor sometimes. <laughs> sometimes the bandwidth is not there. So, uh, but yeah, let's hop into this. Um, honestly, this is very like slice of life. So. We'll probably do like broad brushstrokes on each episode. So I definitely realized 15 episodes in that I wasn't taking notes. And then I took a lot of notes. And then from 40 to 50, I was like, okay, (laughs) I can't take any more notes. Um, Okay. So we're just going to go hop in. So the first episode, and like Miranda said, um, they were, it was three episodes dropped, right? Uh, Initially, Mm -hmm. I would say that the first three are just like introductions to the fan base. Uh, And I do appreciate like Miranda, well, Miranda has said multiple times that comic books are not easy to start because it's so convoluted. The history is so difficult. There isn't like a, usually there's not like a key of characters in the beginning. It's just like, all right. (laughs) someone's trapped in the basement and you have to figure out who is what and where we're going Mm -hmm. um i think wayne family adventures kind of masterfully (laughs) solves it it's three episodes and they introduce everybody you really need to know for the first half of the season and then Mm -hmm. from there then they do like single they'll dedicate like one episode to single intros of characters and that helps out a lot all right so we're introduced to duke thomas aka the signal Gotham's newest vigilante. That's literally what it says on the page. Amazing. I don't have to think. Yep. <laughs> I just know someone's <laughs> moving into the Bat Manor. <laughs> Every time like a new reoccurring character is introduced, they have a panel. They have like, it's not a panel. They have like a, a text box. <laughs> mm-hmm. We see hunky dunky daddy, uh, Bruce Wayne. He's Duke's oh my God. He is mentor. such a dill. Ah, he's amazing. I love he's it. He's a dill in this entire thing. <laughs> yes ma'am i don't want bs i've been seeing on tv it's not bs those people are fine they're fine people but i'm here for this daddy zaddy duke (laughs) duke's mentor aka bruce wayne aka the freaking (laughs) batman i'm here for it he's got a freaking turtleneck black smooth blazer office pants nice shoes hair's nice he's looking good so i can see he's like a professional face chiseled face he's yeah you could cut paper on those cheekbones. Chef's kiss. 
All right. We also see Silver Fox Daddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's also old. Uh, he's the butler. He's the best of them. That's what the text box says. Yeah. Um, and then we get introduced to Damien Wayne. He's adorable, <laughs> aka Robin. Uh, says he's still working on his people skills. It's true. We see very various scenarios of him being it's stressed, glaring. <laughs> But he's really cute. Um, he looks like a child. Yeah, really I appreciate cute. it. Yeah. Doesn't look uh, so 25. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things with this is that, um, again, this is plays a lot with Fanon. So like the things that happen in Wayne Family Adventures are, they're things that like you will, uh, when we do our exploration into fan fiction, you are going to recognize the tropes. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So like there's certain things that like they do that are pretty much that like I think that they are included in this specifically because there is a fan consensus that this is what people want to see. So yeah. one of them is they specifically age down Damien. So uh, when he is first introduced in the comics, the youngest that like we meet him when it isn't like a flashback story, he is 10 years old. Mm-hmm. In this, he is eight. And then his ninth birthday is in like five comics. Yeah. Very cute. So he has been specifically aged down. Mm-hmm. And he... Yeah, he acts like a kid who wants to be a teenager. So <laughs> he does. Um, we see Duke and Pennyworth. They're kind of talking. He's Duke is like, I want to help move the stuff in the house because he's moving mm-hmm. in. Uh, and Alfred's like, absolutely not. We got this covered. Go hang out with your new like housemate. Are you serious, bro? Hold on. Let me let him out. <laughs> he's going to me out. I was like, yeah, he's quiet. Wow, bro. He knows the secret. <laughs> Okay, well, fantastic. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Alfred's like, no, we're not going to hang out with you. Or we're not going to hang out with you. Uh, he's like, no, we're not going to move. Go hang out with Damien. And Damien's going to give you the grand tour. And ensues a cute-ass interaction between them where Damien's like, yeah, like, this is the manor. Here's a portrait of the family. We're missing a few people. It is not even a portrait. No, it's, it's silhouettes. Like- <laughs> No, there's still sil- there's a silhouette you get at Disneyland. Yes, the Disney <laughs> ones. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh so we see on the little portrait, we see Bruce Wayne at the mm-hmm. top, Dick Grayson, Jason Todd, Tim Drake, Cassandra Kane, Damien. Uh we're missing Barbara Gordon, Stephanie Brown, Luke Fox, and Kate Kane. He hasn't updated uh, Bruce has just not updated the silhouette portraits. Just he just gave up. Yes. Uh we established that although there's a big ass manor. They don't all, all live there. Only three of them live there. Alfred, mm-hmm. Damien, and Bruce live there, and everyone else is just kind of in and out because they're bats. I don't know. They're just kind of in and out. It's I, nice. It again, I think it's part of like they're playing with age. Mm-hmm. It was like they don't the only person whose age they really nail down is like Damien's, and that's just because he has a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rest of them, we never give a specific age. And so it is you can read into it whatever age you want. Yeah. So for instance, um, we know Steph is in college because Steph wears a Gotham University sweatshirt at so one point. So cute. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we have n- no idea how old Tim is. No idea how old Jason is supposed to be. Like, it's just just out here vibing. Yes. Uh, we see them walk through the manor. They're kind of establishing the house. Damien mm-hmm. says that sometimes Bruce has party. He calls him father, that father has parties because he has to like establish that he's not Batman. He's protecting his identity. Uh, and yeah. everybody hates you know, these so parties. So he can have 
You can have terrible costume parties where he wears a dumb mask. Oh, yeah, just the domino mask. And then they introduce that the kitchen is Pennyworth. Nobody goes into the kitchen, period, without permission. And then they go down to the yep. back cave. We see the dinosaur. Duke asks the question that I had. What is up with the dinosaur? Damien answers it eats intruders and Duke is like whoa cool <laughs> then they go out to the back I guess like the back the garden I don't know if it's a backyard yeah, the or the front oh the grounds thank you uh and then he's like hey be careful when you're out Damien's like be careful when you're out here why there's booby traps and then mm-hmm. we see Bruce come out and he's like hey yeah you have to remember uh, rich people rich people don't have yards they have grounds true it's acres <laughs> plural Mm-hmm. Bruce comes out. He asks Damien to go into the house. And Damien's like, I guess, welcome. That's like his vibe. Yeah. And then Bruce is like, How's the tour? And this is where we learn where Duke learns that he got played, that Damien that the dinosaur doesn't move. It's just like a thing that they got from an it, old it, case. It, okay, so the dinosaur can uh do you want to oh. know? Sure, go ahead. Canonically, the dinosaur can move. It is an animatronic. Um, the case was, I believe, from the Silver Age. You know, there was a dinosaur island. It was super epic. I wish it was not before my time. But um, in a current story that is happening uh, in Batman versus Robin, uh, the dinosaur animatronic gets turned on. And so it's like and eating and like trying to eat people. Okay, cool. So it does move, but it doesn't eat intruders, I guess, unless it's on. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Like it's it's specifically turned off because it was like an evil plan. It was part of an evil plan. Right. But it is a fully functioning robot animatronic situation. Yes. Love it. We see. Uh, I would ride the dinosaur through Gotham. Would, that would be my Batmobile. That would be my Batmobile. Absolutely. Already have a master plan. <laughs> Miranda would be the dinosaur Batman. <laughs> yes. You're like, yes, I would do it. Absolutely. No questions asked. We get Sometimes Bruce- oh, you yeah. have to answer the call. You do. Uh, when Gotham calls you. To ride a dinosaur all the time. What are you supposed to say? No, absolutely not. How you become the coolest superhero? Absolutely, <laughs> that is how you become the coolest. Oh, imagine, like, oh my god, it's a bat. Which one? The one with the dinosaur? Oh shit! <laughs> I'm here. I support you. <laughs> one day you. you're gonna Thank get you. like some sort like a vehicle, and it's just gonna be like wrapped in dinosaur stuff. I mean, you already have a car, but you're gonna wrap it. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. You're saying someday, Miranda, you are going to have fuck you money. Yeah. And then you will ride a dinosaur through town. Yes. There you go. Thank you for uh, tying that up in a bow because that's what I was trying to say my brain. Again, remember when I start a sentence and then forget what I'm saying? That's what happened. So <laughs> back to the comic. We see, uh, yeah, he tells him like, no, that no, that's not what the dinosaur is for. It's just souvenir. And, he, and you know, Duke's like, I can't believe I thought there was booby, booby traps in the grounds. And then uh, he's like, oh, no, yeah, that that is true. Be careful. <laughs> And Duke is kind of sad. She's like, well, this is like overwhelming. And this is where we see Sadie Bruce. He's like, uh, and this is how you know he has emotional intelligence in this. <laughs> because he says, I know moving into a new town. Oh, I know moving into a new home can be tough. It'll be a bit of adjustment, but we're all here for you. So he's being supportive. Mm-hmm. And we get a thank you. And then we get a welcome to the family. And that's the end of that first episode. Yep. It's um they throughout the entire thing. It is very clear that they are all family. Um, They are considered a family. They consider themselves family. Um, They don't 
all not all of them refer to like Bruce as like the father, but they refer to each other as siblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which it's very clear. Yeah, that that's how they mm-hmm. that's how they interact too. All right, episode dose. This one is called the last cookie. Thank you. So it's cute, y'all. Like you can tell by the <laughs> titles of things. Yeah, it is. It's just the entire plot of this one is. They come back from patrol. Alfred made them cookies as a reward for not being dumbasses. Yeah. And there's only one left. And so they fight. And this is when you get introduced to like a majority of the rest of like the reoccurring cast. Yeah. We see Jason Todd, a.k.a. the Red Hood. Tim Drake, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Red Robin. We see Cassandra, yep. a.k.a. Orphan. Uh, I think those are the ones we get introduced to this time. Yeah. And they're yep. all fighting for the cookie. At the dinner mm-hmm. table, and there's so many sweets, and it's so cute. Uh, yep. And Damien gets the cookie at one point. Jason tackles him. Uh, he starts running. He gets tackled by Damien, or Damien and Tim. Tim. Tim's then, dragging his leg. Yes, very cute. He loses the grip of the cookie, and it goes flying, and it lands on Batman's mug. Mm-hmm. So he got. Oh, he says bring it. He gets the cookie. I thought that's where it ended. He gets the cookie and he's like, let's fight then. And you see all the yeah. kids looking so cute on a panel. <laughs> and he dodges a kick. He dodges a, a punch. He blocks some stuff. He gets his the thing kicked out by a uh, cast and it goes yep. flying and Alfred catches it and he, he gets, gets the, the cookie. cookie. As he should, man. He made all that food. Right. Yep. And well, he has to he has to bribe. He has to bribe his manner full of dumbasses. He does. He absolutely does. Uh, we get into the third episode, and this one's called Eyes and Ears. Mm-hmm. And we're establishing uh, Jim Gordon, the commissioner, and Barbara Gordon, a.k.a. the Oracle, the baddest bitch. And honestly, Librarian by day, vigilante by night. I love their little comments. They're so cute. Jim says, Gotham City Police Commissioner, he's seen it all. <laughs> so this is really cute. It's just them, like, talking about their, mm-hmm. like, day at work but um jim doesn't know right jim doesn't know that. yeah that he doesn't had. know like if he does know then she doesn't know that he knows it's kind of like this unspoken secret between them of he doesn't ask too many questions and she doesn't say anything outright right and so they're talking about their day but everything for her everything is kind of mm-hmm. coded because she's a librarian right so she explains like oh yep. i taught a kid how to read and <laughs> it was damien uh trying try to drive and there's definitely yep. a sticky note on there. So like, you are not allowed to drive the Batmobile. You're a kid. And then <laughs> it's cute because he reads it. He's like, it's ambiguous. And then she's like, no, I'm not going to let you drive it. <sighs> Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also, she also says she helped people find their way around. And this is her being like the navigator during like a crime, yep. like breakdown. And mm-hmm. we see Tim and Stephanie Brown. AKA spoiler kicks butt takes names loves purple yeah yes and she helps them th- she sent they go to the wrong bank she fixes it and then they go to the yep. and it worked out mm-hmm. because she says she oh it worked out but she's also like oh I did a little bit of workout she was beating up people and then they keep going and then she asks like how was your day dad and then she he says nothing unusual a couple of vigilantes stopped the robbery in the nick of time which is her vigilantes because she helped them get there. Yeah, because went to the wrong bank. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and that's the end of that third episode. So they're really mm-hmm. cute, like, vignettes, I guess. Uh, episode four, alert. And we see 
Hunky Daddy Bruce. I'm just going to say yeah. it different ways. <laughs> Every time single see, time. I want to see how many I can get before I start like repeating them. It's not that okay. many. Um, we see Bruce. He takes off. He's driving. He's driving. He's driving. He's someone's like committing. Oh, someone's in someone's been breaking shit, into yeah. his safe houses and taking his gear. Yeah. Like, so he is personally offended. Frick is breaking into this stuff in the daytime. This is crazy. He walks in. Mm-hmm. He's already been robbed. Um, it's Jason. It's Jason. It's Jason. It's Jason. He's just coming in. Love Jason. <laughs> He's such an ass. Uh, he is. He is. I think the the writer's favorite. Like uh, I think he is definitely fair. the favorite of this creative team. That's fair. Yeah. He. Yeah. He gets. He gets some fun things so they yeah. run into each other they do the superman point at each other not superman spider-man spider-man uh, the spider-man meme pointing at each other so you get mm-hmm. batman and jason pointing at each other yep. uh and he I wants to picture in- that one it's going on the instagram oh i love it um he says it's like this one i found it and then batman's like no, okay <laughs> fucking with me <laughs> he's basically just messing with him like he's just stealing his shit <laughs> yep. and then snatches one more thing and says bye and then he leaves Batman to clean everything up. And Batman's like, I don't know why he does this. Like, he literally gets all the stuff. Right. <laughs> he gets all the stuff. Uh, Spoiled brat is what he is. Yes. End of episode. Uh, it's they, the writers definitely have, like, favorites. Um, I think Tim has one storyline that is solely devoted to his drama. Yeah. And then I think two more where he shares it with someone else. Yeah. He is not the favorite. <laughs> I'm salty. It's fine. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about it as we get there. Yeah. <laughs> so episode five, arm day, gym montage. We see Cass. We see Damien. We see Jason. We see Tim. They're all pumping iron. Uh, yeah. Uh, Damien's working on cardio because he's small. Uh, Dick Grayson, aka Nightwing, the original Robin. I also he really have like, a fun one. I like Dick too, funny. Um, I like him in this. Yeah. He does not have he's- a fun one. A fun intro. No. Like Jason's was like Jason Todd, aka Red Hood, sometimes dying and coming back leaves scars. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dick is kind of like the, I don't want to say like goody two shoes, but he's kind of like the goody two shoes in this. He's like he's it's, always it's trying abandoned. to help people, trying to mm-hmm. do all this stuff. He's very sweet. I really, <laughs> I'm not that goody two shoes, but he's, it's fine. Uh, there is a consensus within like the fan community that like Dick Grayson is the eldest daughter. Mm-hmm, yeah uh, in terms of like it. all like having to be the second parent for yeah. third par- no yeah. second parent yeah it is very much that mm-hmm. so dick kind of tells jason like day and it's on it's fucking on <laughs> jason's like yeah. fuck you uh, we get um basically like a pissing contest <laughs> he's just like yep. i was actually just getting warmed up and he starts like pumping like uh single arm push-ups dick's yep. like baby work not even a problem that's Tim. Oh, no, Tim does that. Sorry, Tim and Dick. I don't know. I get them confused, honestly. Dick so has um, a darker skin tone and is always wearing blue. Mm-hmm. Tim has a lighter skin tone. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they put him in the ugliest fucking white shirts. They color coded them. They color coded yeah. them. But the problem with Tim is that Tim's costume, he is red Robin. He wore a lot of red. When he was Robin Robin, he wore a lot of green. Green is Damien coded. Red is Jason coded. So how did they solve this problem? Did they give Tim a different color? No. Give him grungy white. And a wristband that's red. A sweatband. They do give him an off-white shirt. So he's- There are ways 
They could have differentiated him other ways. Like if they didn't, they could have color coded him as yellow. That's generally speaking what they do most of the time. He's not really a yellow character. He doesn't wear yellow, but Duke gets color coded as yellow. So he gets the yellow and Mm -hmm. said, Tim, grungy white, grungy white. Like they could have done other things Um, in the rebirth comics. He wears a lot of sweaters. They could have put him in sweaters all the time. That would have been fine. We would have accepted that. They could have put him in. He wore a lot of band t-shirts and superhero t-shirts in the nineties. They could have put him in that. That would have been fine. That would have made him different, but no, no grungy white. Yep. Yep. Maybe they'll change it in the second season. I doubt it. Maybe I doubt it. A fashion. 51, 51 comics of them drawing him in either a white t-shirt or a grungy white sweatshirt oh or like that weird purple outfit that he wears like when he's on oh yeah 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 that one was it was random that one was little um it took me i don't know i was like oh okay (laughs) i was like okay like you changed they didn't give him a color they color coded the rest of them they gave him primary colors that they work it within not primaries in primary but primaries in like that's the color that they wear yes and then they were just like, oh, well, fuck this guy. He's not even in it that much. He is not that into it, in it. So that's true. Maybe they'll listen to a podcast. They might change it. Or you can leave a comment on websites. <laughs> leave a comment. They People have thousands comments. of comments. They're not going to listen to me complaining about the color theory. Jo- if you get voted up, then they will see it because you'll be a top comment. That's all I got to say. <laughs> You got what options. am I going to do? What am I going to do? Go back to every single one and be like, give Tim a color? No, you just need to go to the newest one. And if Tim is still wearing a white t-shirt, just write something like, oh, so 60 episodes in and he still can only have a white t-shirt? Question mark. And then people might upvote that and then they might see it and they're like, oh, maybe we should give him a different like look. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the solution I came up with. Okay. <laughs> it's not a great one. I'm just like, I... It's like people ask if I read this and like, I don't, I don't read it because like I struggle with the week to week thing. That is not how, where I read things. Mm-hmm. So like when I do read, I read into big batches, but it's also like a struggle because like, you know, they give, they do these really fun vignettes. And I think that like, that's really fun. But then when they have like these really emotional ones that like deal with real issues, like, you know, it's, they don't really, even the one, even the one that Tim has that is specifically focused on him isn't a personal issue that his character has so much as like a general issue that like everyone can see themselves in because everyone is awkward on dates. I mean, I assume everyone's awkward on dates. Yeah. At least the first few. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it wasn't even something that was like reacting to something specific with his character so much as a general problem that he had. I would say that most of the problems are general problems. Um but yeah. except for the Jason Todd one, like the last one where he has like PTSD, um, mm-hmm. that one was really specific to his trauma. But the Stephanie one with the like, I have to be great. Oh, no, you're right. No, because that one was specific to like her not wanting to be like her dad. And then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, I they, get what you're they saying. are general problems that like people are going to see themselves in, but they, they're general problems that are catered to that specific character. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, because the other ones are like, oh, this happened to them in like an established storyline. And we're going to mm-hmm. kind of talk about it here. Uh, and I don't I would say, yeah, like after reading this, like I still don't know that much about Tim and I didn't know that <laughs> much about Tim. Like, I don't think I've read a Red Robin Mm-hmm. one i've read like or i've experienced like jason todd stories damian wayne dick like i those ones yeah and then like Cass and stephanie and barbara mm-hmm. even but tim 
no <laughs> I don't like know nothing about him basically um and I think after reading the first season of this I still don't know that much except that he's like a queer character and that's it that's what I took away from it yeah so and that he's kind of like he's younger than yeah because the other one is shared with he's with dick right and he gets like blown off or whatever mm-hmm. and he's upset about it and yeah. that, that's a, it's not a tim storyline because you don't deal with tim's issues it's a dick storyline it is we're specifically dealing with like dick feeling this responsibility towards others mm-hmm. like the the conclusion of the storyline isn't that hey maybe like you've been like you've been prioritizing some people over others the conclusion is that you haven't been drawing clear boundaries for yourself and you've been giving too much of yourself away and that's a problem for you. Right. And that's, I'm not saying that that shouldn't have been the conclusion. It's a really good point, you know? Right. I no, that. I get what you're saying. You kind of just wish they, they developed that character more or gave them more voice. I, I wish that they paid more attention to him. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to be like one of the mains. Cause like, I think out of all of them, Bruce, Bruce is probably the main and then um, Jason and Damien are pretty equal in terms of like how much screen time they get. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else is below that. Mm-hmm. But I just wish that like they'd actually thought about him as a character when they did this, because a lot of it is just like, oh, well, I mean, he's the smart one. He's friends with like Steph. And so he's there. And also he's a queer character. And that's kind of as deep as they went with them. Where yeah. Whereas like, They didn't go super deep with other ones, but they at least like paid attention to common interpretations of the character. Right. You know? Yeah, I feel it. But I mean, like DC has had like a problem um, since like 2009, I would say, of like just kind of brushing Tim aside. Yeah. You know, just like DC has a problem with brushing like the the girls aside. Yeah. Yeah. And then they focus on like the edgy ones, I would say. Like, yeah. Jason is kind of edgy. Like, he has a really fucked up <laughs> storyline. Damien's kind of messed up, too. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. Cass as well. But Cass doesn't have... Like, this is, like, the first thing I've seen in a long time with her. Um, yeah, they brush, they brush her aside a lot, A lot. Too. Like, she doesn't exist, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, she... In the New 52, from, like, 2011 until 2016, like, yeah. her death were not in it until like the last like i think year and a half yeah no they weren't like I remember, really I, did not exist i yeah i remember like i just, like discovered cast and i was like wow this character looks super cool because visually i this obviously it's not a functional costume but she looked fucking sick and i was like whoa this, who's this and then i couldn't find anything mm-hmm. for her so i just kind of have to like what? like piecemeal things like find things on wikipedia or not wikipedia well wikipedia and other sources on the internet um so i was really happy that she had something here and then also she's like i think they're they're dc's trying because the back Mm -hmm. girls she's in that which is why i started reading it i was like hell yeah Cass is in this i'm gonna read it uh and then everyone else is basically just like all the the women girl (laughs) um supers in dc Mm -hmm. that are like be doing the vigilante thing and it's really fun to read yeah uh, but yeah anyway so this one uh what episode tried still we're oh. uh they it's a pissing contest they basically started doing yep. like uh crazy ass handstand push-ups and by the end cast is like that's a really bad idea and by mm-hmm. dinner time they're super sore they can't even eat their dinner and cast <laughs> is like told you so yep yeah <laughs> toxic masculinity for the lose hey that's right so episode six favoritism 
And then we mm-hmm. see Bruce and Dick. He says, Dick, what's in the box? Uh, and then uh, Dick has bought a box of like superhero merch for all of his siblings. Yes. And <laughs> it pisses Bruce off. Yes. We see some of the, the swaggy swag that we see is a Wonder Woman sweatpant. We yep. see a Superman sweatshirt. We see it like a, a Green mm-hmm. Lantern mug. We see uh, flash shoes, flash which shoes. are the best. I hope the flash gets money from Nike. Like <laughs> that's the best. That is like the smart in all out of all of like the superhero, like brand partnerships there could be flash should absolutely promote running shoes. Absolutely. You're right. Uh, we see like every time he see it's kind of like, like in mm-hmm. Hercules when Hades sees pain and panic and like the Hercules merch. Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> are you wearing <laughs> like i'm wearing they were like on clearance like i'm wearing the sneakers or this the sandals and they have the yeah. little like cup They're comfy yeah and then he's just like what the fuck are you doing that's like bruce but he's trying to keep it together <laughs> and not yep. yell at his children and we see them trying at- to be cool yeah he's trying to be cool it doesn't bother him we see them at the watchtower just league space of operations again establishing mm-hmm. stuff very well I like it. And Superman's like, does he look, does Batman look more broody than usual? And then Green Arrow's like, no, it's normal. <laughs> That's the end of the, the episode. Episode 7, Vigilante. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we see them all in their little super suits. Love it. There's Nightwing, Damien, I forgot his name. Robin. Is his name Robin? Is he just Robin? Damien? Da- yeah, Damien is Robin. He's He was, he's, he's just- not the He's not the current Robin anymore. He like literally tore the R off of his chest, but he doesn't have a new superhero name. So we still call him Robin, but that's okay. in, that's what's actually happening in comic books. In this, he's Robin. Uh, and they play super or vigilante bingo. Yeah. Uh, it's just basically all of these shared experiences that they have. And most of them are traumatic. Yep. So we- Duke guy like uh duke gets to fill out his vigilante bingo card because he sent a super villain back to arkham by himself yep mm-hmm. uh raise your hand if you've ever been a robin a few of them raise their hand yeah oh, raise, raise your hand your- if you've changed your superhero name yep right everyone raises raise your hand, hand if you've ever started your own super team everyone raises their hand mm-hmm. raise your hand if you've been trained by assassins most of yep. them raise their hand dick should be raising his hand to refuse. He refuses. <laughs> yeah. And then Duke is like, what is wrong with you? And he's like, and then Dick's like, no, 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 there's fun ones too. Like, have you ever pulled a prank on Batman on the field? And they start kind of raising their hands. And then they're like, oh, a Duke. Duke's like, oh, those are stories I want to hear. And it ends. Yep. Episode eight, one of three, Crush. Yes. This is Aww. the first actual, like, I think story arc that we get. Yeah. And it is Duke struggling with emotions as a teenager. Yes. He's in school. He has a crush yeah. staring longingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he gets caught up. <laughs> Dick's yep. like, hey, you like yeah. that? And he's like, no, man, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's okay. <laughs> he's like, well, you're staring. Yeah. And, you know, Duke's like, coy, like, no, no. And then uh, Dick's like, nah, it's fine, dude. Like, just ask her out. The worst that can happen is that she says, no, it's not bad. And mm-hmm. he's like, my world will end. <laughs> and so he's like trying to, you know, ask her out, but he's super yep. nervous. All he can like get out is a hi. 
Yep. <laughs> then he's like shy. And then they have science mm-hmm. class and he's going to try to ask her out. He starts pouring a liquid into the beaker and then a chemical explosion Ooh. happens. And he's like, I shouldn't have listened I, to <laughs> I want to know, like... I want to know what kind of high schools did like writers go to because like in cartoons and comic books, like there's always like just pouring random shit together and getting it wrong and there being explosions. I went to a bougie ass high school, you know, like I went to an arts high school. I had like a science teacher. Uh, I had a chem- my chemistry teacher was a retired like actual chemist for like a for like I think a pharmaceuticals company. Wow. Like. He had his whole chemistry career and then he retired and he still really loved chemistry. So he became a teacher so he could keep like talking about chemistry with people. Okay. Right. We did not get to handle chemicals. He like when we did experiments, like he would he demonstrate them. Yeah. That's how and that was, was. It was specifically because like his first year teaching, like um, they destroyed a room. <laughs> It was a story that he told. So they destroyed a room, his very first year teaching. And so after that, he was not allowed to give the kids access to the chemicals. (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. I wouldn't do it either. Shoot. I don't think my teacher had like a traumatic story. He was just like, you're not doing it. But you can watch me do it. And like, okay. (laughs) So you do cool. No, no. It was admin telling him he couldn't let kids use the chemicals. Oh, well, you got to listen to your boss. So understandable i'm like no i'm not gonna get fired (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah you're right i don't know what schools maybe they go to i don't know they just make it i mean they do go to a bougie school but like i've just i've never actually seen like a real school where they let kids just pour things together no like that it ends at like baking soda and vinegar and even then because kids honestly they make a lot of messes and the teacher has cleaned it up so i get it understand understandable mm-hmm. for sure well there is an explosion at this school though because uh admin has not stepped in yet probably after this experiment <laughs> right Duke right. hustles his ass out of there the girl comes over and she's like hey i wanted to talk to you but she ran away i want to give yep. you something she gives him her, her number kind of ask him out and he's like uh yeah 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 i totally want to go see a movie with you or study whatever you want to do i should hang out with you and she's like it's a date and then he's like yes party so excited so cute move on to the next episode yep crush two out of three Mm -hmm. and he He gets so cute (laughs) advice from who stephanie yep because she catches his ass (laughs) he's like texting and she's like who are you talking to uh and then she's intrusive takes phone and then she's like look he has a girlfriend blah 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 blah. and everyone's like yay damien's a little kid he's like ew yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and what do they what is what do they as loving rational siblings do they crash <laughs> his date they do <laughs> they do and they get caught because they're wearing ridiculous costumes stephanie's wearing uh literally like rose rose sunglasses and a little mustache mm-hmm. and then the other one's wearing uh like t- tim uh, is coat. tim is wearing a trench coat and fedora yeah and they get caught for sure and the girl's really cute she's like uh it's fine like your family's cute i'm not scared of them they're fine yeah they get a, we end it with a little like heart panel they have a little heart in between them so yeah Leda, what do you think are they still together they're nope <laughs> we're gonna find out fast <laughs> life comes at you quick and fast like this is web two and they said actually break up 
Yeah. <laughs> so we next see episode. <laughs> he's sad. He's mopey. He's like going through. <laughs> this is true though. When you go through a breakup, you kind of like relive moments. You're like, how could, was there any signs? <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never been broken up. That, with. Amazing. Keep it going. I, lo- I wish I had your tally. I, I did it. I definitely got dumped. It's fine. So they show the breakup scene. She's like, it's not you. It's me. Best of luck. Warm regards. Sincerely. She doesn't have a name, though. I don't think. So I can't. No. It's just she. Uh, so, yeah. You know. that kind Because she's not important. She's only in it for these three pages. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's sad. Cass comes mm-hmm. out onto the windowsill and they're kind of like trying to hug up on him. Uh, Dick is there too, he's trying to, you know, be like, hey, it's okay. Tough luck, buddy. Yep. Uh, and they're like, well, Big Daddy Bruce wants to give you his post breakup talk. So, and they're like, oh, <laughs> they're like, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> Gotham's favorite himbo. Yeah. Wants to tell you how to solve your broken heart. Oh, he's, yeah. He can't even do it, but he has advice for you. <sighs> so they're kind of, he's going over heartbreak. He's like, mm-hmm. it's never going to feel better. How can I be her friend? Blah, blah, blah. Dick is giving good advice. Like time's going to heal it. Like take the space that you, you got us here. Like we'll give you the space, but know that we're always here. That's, mm-hmm. We don't get to, I wish we did though. Cause I bet it was awkward. <laughs> oh um, man it had to be awkward like um so you know me and selena <laughs> can't really get it selena, together. we never actually we don't ever actually break up though she just moves back into her apartment and stops talking to me for three months <laughs> and that's how that works we don't communicate well so try that <laughs> what if you just you never officially break up because you never say anything you just stop seeing each other and then you get together and you are hotly passionate for like two months. It's mutual ghosting. All right. Episode 11. Not it. Here we go. So mm-hmm. this is just fun. We get an opening scene. Bruce uh, Bruce is talking to everybody. And he's assigning like cases to people basically. So we get to see Kite Man. He's mm-hmm. on the loose. Who wants to volunteer for this one? Nobody. He assigns it to Stephanie. She's like, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. He's annoying. He wants to be my nemesis. He's not good enough to be my ne- nemesis. Not I... good enough reason. <laughs> uh, so they circle back. Stephanie's like hard pass. I'm not doing it. We get mm-hmm. the baffler. Tim the baffler. Like- um, for context, yes, the baffler is a member of Clue Master's crew. He's he's a moron who thinks he's the Riddler. Okay. So canonically, he is a member of Clue Master's crew. And he wanted to try the whole riddle thing. So he left like a bunch of like children's drawings at the crime scenes. And then um, within the comics, Tim and Steph used those to catch Clue Master. Amazing. So Tim says a smart ass comment. And then uh, Bruce is like, okay, well, good job. Now you have to take care of that. And he Mm -hmm. tries to give it to Dick. Dick says no deal. They keep going. Condiment King. Everyone does not want this. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Cassandra's like, he's the worst. Stephanie's like, I'll take Kite Man. I will take Kite Man. He gets it. That leaves Cass. Mm-hmm. Cass says, absolutely not. Tim says, yep. fine. Ugh. Not Tim, Dick. Dick, sorry. Dick says, fine. And he's just like super upset about it. And Bruce They're is in happy. like their super suits. How can you not tell? How? Because I was just scrolling quickly. Uh, and they all have okay. the same haircut. Sorry. <laughs> Nightwing. they do they do 
yeah, uh, Bruce is just happy he doesn't have to deal with Condiment King because it's smelly fighting. That's the end of that episode, episode 12. Yeah, this is, it's just, this is pure, this is pure fanon at this point of like people thinking like, oh, well, what's it like? Like before they go on patrol, before we actually read the comic, mm-hmm. you know, how do they hand out the jobs? And all of these are like, I'm not even going to say C-list, they're D-listers. Yeah. These are all D-list villains. Kite man, he's a thief. He just fucking loves kites. That's his entire <sighs> shtick. Nice. Baffler is a knockoff of a knockoff. Condiment King. Condiment King is actually really sad. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Condiment King. Um, the, the official backstory of Condiment King is he was a comedian. He was just like a just a stand up comedian. And then the Joker was like, fuck you. And so took him and brainwashed him to be a shitty gimmicky villain. Ooh, that is rough. Yeah. And then there's uh, his backstory got updated. To not only was Joker like, fuck you, and made him like a shitty gimmicky villain. He specifically made him a shitty gimmicky villain so that the Riddler would find him funny. Wow. So he didn't, it didn't even happen for his own merit. His own tra- personal tragedy was for someone else. God. He got fridge. Yikes. Well, he's uh, someone they got to deal with now. Yeah. So next episode, episode shit, 12, Escalation. This is literally mm-hmm. just... Damien and Tim. Uh, oh, he's in a, in a different colors in this. He's in red. And yeah, because Jason's not in it. Oh, you're right. So, yeah, prank war. Yep. Period. I want to say Damien is in the wrong for ninety percent of this comic. He and nobody went so far in this. this is so fucked up. Uh, Tim mm-hmm. is using a pen, and then Damien's mm-hmm. like, oh, "My pen! How dare you!" Ooh. And then he fucks up his, like, he fucks up his mug. I'd be pissed off, too. Yeah. He yeah. returns it he cracked put, he, and dirty. Mm-hmm. Which the pen, not cracked, not dirty, just used. Yep. So, and then he responds by making a laser grid in his room. Does not destroy anything. Mm-hmm. It's just mildly annoying. Yeah. And he steals all his clothes. Mm-hmm. And then he gets, uh, Damien gets glitter bombed, which I think is appropriate. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then he dyes his hair green. Davian dyes Tim's hair green. Davian is in the wrong for 90% of this comic. Judge Master Bruce is like, okay, you guys gotta stop. And they're like, what are you talking? They're like, what are you talking about? And we see they've just like look a mess because they have pranked each other too hardly. And then uh, Bruce calls, pulls the Alfred card. And -hmm. then they're like, okay, 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 okay. We'll stop. We'll stop. We'll stop doing it. We don't want Alfred involved. I just want to point out this is not good parenting. No, it's not. We haven't addressed the underlying causes of this. Like, no one was actually given a talking to. It was basically just like, I do not have time to deal with this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he probably doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, episode 13, Stupid Traditions. Yep. This is the birthday episode. Yeah. Happy birthday to Damien. Uh, Damien's upset he doesn't want to do this stupid fucking tradition <laughs> and then, uh dick's like every no not, it's not every day you turn nine it's only one day come on and mm-hmm. then damien's like oh, this is for kids because he yeah doesn't see himself as a child apparently no he doesn't he wasn't treated like a child when he lived with his mother so he does not conceptualize of himself as a child yes so he's in a little suit which i do think is cute bruce is late because mm-hmm. he's always late Everyone is late. Everyone. The only two people are there are 
The party is supposed to start at noon. It is almost 1 p.m. Dick is trying to keep the party train going, but it is just him and Barbara. They're the only ones that are there. And like, I just want to point out, like, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's just, Damien has just had to sit in this empty room surrounded by presents and cake that he cannot open and cannot eat because no one else is there yet for an hour. Yep. Yep. And Bruce is like, yeah, my bad. And then they pull out the little gift and the gift is a puppy. Mm-hmm. And he's like happy because he was never allowed to have a pet because it's like a way of weakness. Yep. And he names him Murder King, which is adorable. And then they do the birthday cake. And yeah. he's like, oh, this is like, he's still like, he kind of had fun. He's like, I still think this is a super tradition. Yep. And he looks kind of happy at the end. Episode 14, unaccompanied. <laughs> it's just this one. There's no real plot to this one. It's just the many reasons why Bruce, is, Bruce can't bring any of his children to parties. Yes. Damien will kill and, somebody. <laughs> yep. Damien is, will go. He is ready to go anytime. He literally pulls a knife out on someone. Um, yep. It's, it happens. All right. Tim fell asleep because he's been awake for 36 hours. Mm-hmm. and he's like i told him not to come and then cassandra cassandra just broods <laughs> goes up in the top of the ceiling or on the rooftop she just, yeah she was stargazing uh, yeah. jason will bring his family drama out into the public oh yeah he <laughs> all right yep now if a hypothetical bad man killed your son wouldn't you yep you can't bring him anywhere no can't have nice things dick okay. swinging off the chandelier because amazing he's a performer uh you should bring that guy to every party honestly yeah you (laughs) you could like he'd be the distraction the whole time it'd be amazing it would be it would be so much fun people would like people would start acting different because like if you everyone's going to act very stiff and rigid because of like societal expectations right but if you have one guy that's just balls to the walls crazy then other people they're not gonna be balls to walls crazy but they're gonna like loosen up because they're like well i mean no matter what i do i am not gonna be that guy (laughs) yeah uh yeah so he says he's the catfish keeping the fish alive yeah so he uh he's like stephanie won't even come with me she'll just laugh until he invites alfred Mm -hmm. alfred's like you don't pay me enough and that's the end of the episode yep respect Mm -hmm. uh episode 15 family ties one so in essence this is we see batman being a vigilante He's cutting it really close to to going to Cass's performance. He's gonna be late. He's like, "No, I can. I'll get there. I'll get there on time." We see him in a bunch of different scenarios. Alfred's like, "Okay, well, they just started the first act. At least she's not on until after intermission." He's like, "I totally know that." He goes and gets called somewhere else, and then it's intermission. He's still not there. He's rushing. He's rushing there. Uh, he's mm-hmm. told to save a seat. He does not make it in time. He makes it at the end of the performance. And he misses yep. it. And that ties into episode 16, Family Ties 2. Yep. And we the see. The aftermath. Yeah. We see Bruce, sulky Bruce, so sad. And he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfred calls him out. He's like, you've been brooding a lot. And then he's like, I'm working. I swear. I'm not avoiding my problems. It's like a cat. Like going click, 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 click. He's like, oh my God, my boss is here. And like starts clicking. Right. Click into the Excel file. It's just like a YouTube video that's like makes it seem like you're working uh so bruce assumes that cassandra's not going to talk to him and alfred's like did you talk to her did you ask and he's like uh no 
And then he's like, oh, fuck, oh, I messed up. And then Alfred gives him like a, a pep talk and they kind of go through it. He's like, okay, I'll go talk to her. I'll fix it. And he goes up and he does talk to her and she doesn't really seem like that bothered. She's like chilling. He gives her the flowers and mm-hmm. then he gives her like a good like fatherly talk. It was like, I'm trying. Like, I know I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm trying my best. She gives him a hug. And then he's like, well, I do still want to see your performance. He rented out the theater and she performs for him. And it was yep. sweet. When you're it rich, is. I guess you can do that. <laughs> so sweet. You know, that's uh, that's the power of fantasy. Uh-huh. Episode 17. Top Chef Holiday. This is the Thanksgiving episode. The Thanksgiving. They're unaccompanied again. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Alfred and Bruce are on a flight. It was delayed because it's the holidays. Who's ever on time on the holidays? <laughs> no one. Especially Batman. No one. Uh, so mm-hmm. the kids are like, ah, oh, he's Alfred's gonna be really stressed out because he like needs he requires a whole day of prep in order for the holiday. They're like, we can help. We'll make the pie. And they try yeah. to make the pie. None of them know how to cook ever. No, they don't know how to do no. anything. And they we get we do get introduced. This to Kate one Kate. <laughs> was so frustrating. Oh no, why? It, this one was so frustrating because it was like I made pies. Oh, like I made pies. Like first things first, they should have just looked up a recipe. Just look they up a recipe. Definitely should have. Find a cookbook. You know, Google. Google is your friend. All right. Second, crusts are not that. Everyone says they're complicated. They're not that complicated. It's just a short crust. You know, flour, fat, some cold water. Fold, fold, fold. Leave it to freeze a little bit more. Roll out. Put in your pie dish. That is not a pie dish. There's a cat that is like the fucking Dutch oven that they pull out. Yes. All right. And then they make the filling, which means they must have found a recipe somewhere because well, apple they, pie filling is not intuitive. They looked it up. Yeah. Uh, so Tim, Tim make- does look it up. He's like, I'll look it up on my phone. And then they kind of like find recipes yeah. and they just hodgepodge all of them together. Also, they do not parbake that pie crust. You need to parbake it. Otherwise, you will get a soggy bottom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and it's just like they don't when they realize that like following the recipe that like their apple filling is not filling up the pie. That is the moment when you reevaluate and you realize, hey, I think I might have missed something. Nope. No, no, they make mal- they make multi dish. That's a bad idea. They make like savory pie and sweet pie. They put it all together. Yep. But it, they don't turn on the oven. That's that's fine. That's relatable. Everyone nope. gets to do that. At some yes. Point. Uh, but they get called out because Kate Kane's like guys, and they have to wait. They put it that is the- not what Kate Kane should have called them out for. Kate Kane should have called them out for the fucking Dutch oven. Uh, yes, but have you ever just seen a train wreck and you just watch it? I think that's what was going on in her. her no, she is culpable. <laughs> she is culpable. Alfred is right to call her out. Oh yeah, totally. The end. She is a thirty-something. She's yeah. a thirty-something. All right. Damien is nine. Tim ambiguously aged, but I'm just gonna say he's seventeen. Cass ambiguously aged. I'm gonna say she's like nineteen. Mm-hmm. Dick, Dick is like 24, 25. He's old enough to know better. But she is a 30-year-old woman. She should at the very least be like feel bad for like the nine-year-old and be like, that's not a pie dish, kid. True. None of that happens. Uh they try to bake it. It goes to shit. It looks disgusting. And they serve it. There's a celery just sticking out of it. Yep, they definitely serve it. And Alfred's like, bro, what the fuck? That's the end of that episode. Episode 18. Mother and mm-hmm. son. Uh, this one is specifically a Damien episode. He's going to school, but he realizes someone's like tracking him. 
but he's promised that he's not gonna like ditch school mm-hmm. so he just waits till the end of school to confront who's been watching him it's talia yeah. cool she kind of just like oh you're you know like you're not as good as you used to be and he's like no i knew you were there i just like you know have like a moral compass i have ethics it's not I've made a moral a compass <laughs> like i'm at school yeah well he was told to not like ditch and he like upheld his end of the bargain right right she's asking him like are you happy at the the end of the episode it was basically like are you happy here because mm-hmm. we see the way that he was raised with her versus like how he's being raised now and he says that yeah it's different but i am happy mm-hmm. he asks like am i gonna see you again she's like well you'll like you'll know basically yeah i think this one is i think like the emotional catharsis that a lot of fans want when it comes to talia Ghul. because mm-hmm. i think like she is a character it very much depends on who's writing her yeah grant morrison who originated like damian wayne as a character was not kind in their interpretation of talia Mm -hmm. other ones have been a little bit different have had different approaches but generally speaking um when the way that she is depicted like her and damian's relationship is depicted as not healthy yeah, it's there are some where he is completely replaceable and disposable to her. And then there's other ones where she does genuinely love him, but she loves him as an extension of his father, not for his own merit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think one of the things that fans do want to see is like an acknowledgement that things were bad when he was living with her, but that love is genuinely there and that she does want what's best for him. It's just not going to be with her. Yeah. And so she, she, it basically establishes like if he's happy, she's happy because mm-hmm. she is caring in this version of her. Yeah. Uh, and she leaves. And that's the end of that episode. And then we get episode 19, Bat Cow. Yeah. Bat Cow's day out. Yes. There's Wayne Manor, the barn. Yes, they have a barn. Mm-hmm. And Damien. It literally says that in the comic. Yeah. <laughs> he's out there. He's, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, we see Bat Cow, Gotham's first and only crime-fighting cow, and it has a bat on as, yeah. like, its spot as its pattern across his face. Mm-hmm. Damien closes the door. He says, like, thanks for being a homie. He leaves, closes yep. the door. The cow is smart, opens the door, and escapes. Mm-hmm. And then we get Alfred the cat, no relation to Alfred Pennyworth. Yep. And the cat's like, well, yep. you open the door? Hijinks, let's go. And they like, you know, go out and they go into the manor and they're just like watching like day to day to day life in there. We yeah. see someone drawing on Dick's face. It's uh Cass and Steph. Mm-hmm. And then Cass like, did you see something? We see the cat like scurry, runs. Mm-hmm. Duke is practicing in front of a mirror. Yes, how he's gonna be. And then we see that the cow kind of like squeaks in mm-hmm. and the cat jumps into the chessboard. Oh. Oh, wait, did I they skip go- it? Yeah. yeah, we skipped. We skipped. Okay, yeah. so like we see Duke posturing in front of a mirror and then we see um, Bruce having his a- ass handed to him by Damien at chess. Yes. And the ca- and- the cow kind of steps in, it creaks the door and then Bruce turns around and is like, what the? And then that's when the cat jumps in like on the chessboard. Yep. Distraction. Distraction. And then the cow <laughs> runs spots. away. <laughs> Street spots. The cat runs away. <laughs> And then uh, he oh. runs back to the to the barn and it puts itself back in the barn, but it can't close the door. And Alfred's like, who left the door open? Yeah. And uh, he sees that the cow took a poop outside of the barn. So he knows that the cow like went outside. And that's mm-hmm. the end of that episode. Episode 20, day de- daydreaming. We see Duke. He's getting, oh, he's just sitting there. We see intruder alert, intruder alert. Yeah. Springs into action. Who is invading? Ninjas. Yes, they're repelling into the Bat Cave. Yep. 
he pushes a big red button yep. that activates the defenses. The defenses are what? The dinosaur. Roar! Chomp, chomp, chomp. Roar! Chomp. And he eats them. Oh, Roar. my computer asked if I was playing music. <gasps> <laughs> it's the song of the dinos. <laughs> Rawr, chomp, chomp, yep. Rawr, chomp, chomp. That's going to be the outro song. Uh, okay. He's chomping, he's munching. He, uh, bru- uh, excuse me, Duke throws a battering. He helps with the final ninja. It gets ate up. He's like, that was awesome. And yeah. the, the dinosaur talks to Duke, but it's the dinosaur. He's like, Duke. And then it's actually hot single father, Bruce Wayne. Yes. Are you listening to me, Duke? This is important. And he's like, oh, I dozed off for a second. And then he starts up his lecture from the beginning. Emergency plan M-02 in the event Gotham is overran by an army of man bats. And that's the last panel. Episode 21. Holiday spirit. That would be a nightmare. Oh, God. Man bat is a nightmare. That'd be so. I would also daydream. The Christmas episode. Yay! (sighs) Hunky daddy. Comes in. He's wearing a turtleneck again. They just keep him in a turtleneck. It's a good look. He walks in. He's like trying to find his kids. He exp- he's can't find anybody. And Alfred's like, oh, can I help you? And he's like, uh, I seem to have misplaced all my children, which is children, which is impressive seeing we have a house full of them uh, these past two nights. And um, Alfred's like, you yeah, know, they're out doing their thing and then being heroes. And then Bruce is like, that sounds suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> And he starts, he's, he finds, he's tracking them. So he finds, he's, he has them all low jacked. Yes. It does not specifically say he's using find my iPhone. So it could be find my iPhone or alternatively, he could have a tracker under all their skins. We don't know. We don't know. And they don't tell us. So no. knowing Bruce is probably a tracker. Right. Like it's embedded just, it's into like, their oh, bodies. Dick, you need your flu shot. Click. See if I lose you in the ball now. <laughs> Oh no, not lost. <laughs> so he starts going through and like the city, he sees that mm-hmm. Dick and Kate are volunteering at the soup, or not the soup, what well, I guess at the, it's like, the soup I mean, kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At the soup kitchen. And then he's like, oh, where are the other ones? And then he tracks the other ones and they see yeah. that they're making snowmen, Cass and Steph and Barbara, Barbara. with like a kid. So I'm guessing it's charity work. I just don't know. They're probably volunteering. Uh, yeah. And then we see Luke Fox, a.k.a. Batwing, son of Lu- Lucius Fox, genius level intellect, tech expert, martial arts master. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing. It's him, Jason, and Tim are playing. Are like volunteering for like the YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. And then we see Duke and Damien and their walking mm-hmm. dogs. Yep. Goes they're, walking, they're spending time with shelter pups. Yeah. And then they walk in. It's a very cute family panel. Yeah. Snow fight. And then Bruce comes in and gives him a group hug because he's proud mm-hmm. of his kids. And he's so happy. And that's the end of yeah. the episode. He's, he's raising up some fine young people. Yes. Although he's always late. All right. Episode 22. Dun, 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 dun. The tournament. Video game tournament. Let's go. Let's Yearly go. events. Some we all done. know it must happen. Distraction duty is Damien and Duke. They're doing etiquette class, which cracked me up. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you are about to do that training. 
the tournament oh the stakes is that they always have to like dress up like a stupid like something stupid yeah last year steph lost she was the riddler for like a month Mm -hmm. (laughs) it was amazing tournament is basically mario kart they just don't say they can't say it's mario kart the stakes this year the loser must wear the disco wingsuit yes (laughs) miranda's face it is my fave. Yeah. And they're like, no, we can't lose. They're like, how long? Two weeks. No skipping patrol. And they, I like their titles. So their little titles. Mm-hmm. One is Tim Sucks. That's, uh, I, that is Jason. Yeah. Jason's username is Tim Sucks. Uh, player two, world's best detective. That is Tim. Uh, player three, purple demon. Steph. Uh, per- uh sorry. Player four, can't touch this. Uh, that is Cass. Love it. Okay, one hour of gaming later, and who lost? Jason. He lost. So he has to wear his suit, and Dick cannot understand. He's like, I don't understand why that's punishment. That suit is Brock's. What are you talking about? (laughs) The best thing I ever wore. Yeah. And they're like, this is why you can't play. You don't ever get embarrassed. He's like, what's embarrassing? It's amazing. And that's the end of that one. It's great. It's wonderful. People... People seem to think that, like, Dick would be embarrassed by having worn the disco wingsuit. No, no. I take that criticism and I raise you. That is the only outfit that he has ever worn that is 100% his choice. Everything else is someone else's feedback feedback added in. All right? So every other iteration of the Nightwing suit is someone pulling him away from the disco wing. Yes, exactly. If it were up to him, he'd be wearing it. Yep. And that V is not inherent to the suit. It is it, There is a zipper. It can go all the way up. Every single day, he zipped it up. And then he was like, no, leave Deeper. a little for the fans. <laughs> yeah. So episode 23, opening up part one. <laughs> See, Damien, slice, 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 slice. He's upset because the teacher told him he needs to make friends. Uh, the other kids find him intimidating. And he's like, that's crazy. I am delightful. Can you imagine... Can you imagine like being in elementary school and your teacher tells you you're intimidating? Oh, no, that's a conversation for the parent, actually. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not for the student. God. Yeah. Bruce is trying to help. They He's do. Like, Making friends. I can, I, we can do this. He's, Dana's like, what the a fuck? man who this has a, two friends. A, a man who has two friends and they're both work friends. Yeah. And everyone else is adopted. So, I mean, like, he, he didn't make friends. He he got children. He bought children to be his friends. Yeah. So, you know, problematic. So their intervention in that well, that's not intervention, but they're all at the It's at a family the, conference. Yes. They're all <laughs> sitting there and they're like, okay, so like what are your likes? He's like, swords. No. Which again, he's in elementary school. If he talked about swords and his sword collection, he would have so many friends. Yeah. Man, they all kidding. You're kidding? If he was like, hey, do you want to come over to my house? We can look at, we can play with my swords. I would have been all over that. Yes. So he says swords. Mm-hmm. I kind of think about world domina- domination. They're like, no. So they come to the conclusion he likes animals. Yep. They suggest joining a team or a club. Tennis. Oh, we didn't know you like tennis. They don't, but he has a like, <laughs> like a grudge with some kid because they dishonored his father he is going to go out like philip hamilton in a duel absolutely and bruce is like thank you but no don't do that and then jason's like i broke someone out of prison that's fine like don't do that either they're like okay just trust your instincts like nobody can give him like great advice they're like just trust your instincts okay end of that one these are supposed to be the three of the more sociable ones right we've got duke who is 
practically a normal teenager. We've got Steph. He did give good advice. He was he one of like trying to find he was like, an organization. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not his fault that Damien is not normal. Yeah. He was, you know, uh, nature versus nurture. No. <laughs> Which, um, and then Jason, Jason did break his best friend out of prison. Yeah. So they're giving like life advice and their lives are mm-hmm. a little abnormal. So episode 24, opening up part two, we see that he's like stressed out damien he's like oh my god oh my god i'm so yep. sorry people he tries to call he calls stephanie's like extraction like i gotta get out of school and she's like absolutely not you're gonna go to school she was the wrong person to call yeah he, she could have called dick i think dick would have picked him up dick would have done it in a heartbeat yeah he's like i'm already here <laughs> I, <knew you> were <laughs> stressed. I sensed it in the force i knew it so he's stressed out he's like i was raised by assassins so how am i supposed to be like have anything in common with these people so he goes back he trusts mm-hmm. his sisters. he blurts out that he has a cow the kids are like uh cool i guess and then they just continue their conversation yeah the teacher gives them a list of activities and she says like oh there you get there's like dragon fighting and he's like there's dragon fighting oh my god but it's D. yep he's like no thank you i again i just want to point out within the dc universe they do not have dungeons and dragons but they do have warlocks and warriors there you go and Tim Drake canonically plays and apparently is a very good DM. Love it. I believe it. We see him. He kind of isolates himself because he's sad and he's drawing and someone comes up and they're like, oh, that's cool. You like to draw? And he's like, yeah, I taught myself. And he's like, oh, there's a the little girl's like, there's an art club if you want to come. Her name's Skylar. Um, yeah. And she says, okay, bye. And then he's like, I think I did it. And that's the end of that episode. Mission success. Yes. Episode 25, front seat. Mm-hmm. Here we go. A day after crime fighting. They're all tired. Mm-hmm. Four bat boys. Mm-hmm. Everyone's exhausted. Everyone's freezing. All right. Batman offers to drive them home. Shotgun is called simultaneously. Yeah. He is not here for it. He is not going to settle the argument. He says, figure it out. Yep. And uh, then they all basically do. <laughs> they do the sixth thing where they like basically try to say, well, this is why. I should get it. You know, Dick's the oldest. Obviously, he gets front seat. All right. Jason is the most traumatized. He should get the front seat. Oh, no, not that's not it. Sorry. I that, I made that up. It's not these most traumatized. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is the is best, the best fighter. Yeah. Yep. He should get the front seat. Tim's like, what does that have to do with the price of tea? You know who deserves the front seat? The guy that stopped the criminal. It was me. I'm the man with the plan. No, he does not get the front seat. You know why none of them deserve the front seat? Because this was supposed to be a daddy Sunday. It was only supposed to be Batman and Robin. All these assholes crashed their play date. That's why Damien should get the front seat. But no, no one gets the front seat because they cannot stop fighting. They all must sit in the back. Yep. Bruce gets to spread. <laughs> we don't see that in the comic i just assume that's what's happening yeah uh end of comic and i would like to resolve this conflict right here and right now okay go ahead jason should get the front seat because he's fucking massive like look at that look at that look at where his knee is he takes up almost half of the back seat all yeah, right but he is built like a tank it's just it, it, there's no tall. way he just yep he doesn't fit in the back seat anymore all right you either need to put him in the front seat or alternatively strap him to the top oh god like a christmas tree <laughs> never make them want to ride with you that's all <laughs> so that's the end of that episode mm-hmm. episode 26 tmi mm-hmm. we see the glorious <laughs> selena kyle 
Jumping rooftop to rooftop tap. She lands. Hope you can keep up. We get a sexy chase. Oh, they introduce her. Selena <laughs> Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. She's got claws and not afraid to use them. <laughs> Batman says, I can't. And then <laughs> she's like, we'll see. So they're just like, sexy chase, sexy chase, sexy chase. Yeah. And they have like all these like one zinger, like flirty lines. Mm-hmm. And then he oh, catches up. Now that you've caught me, what are you going to do with me? Uh, oh, is she? Oh, wait. Go I've ahead. got some ideas. <laughs> Not the boy. I wasn't ready. And he gets close. <laughs> and then you hear, oh, dear God, Reagan, stop. And who is it? Spoiler? Spoiler. <laughs> Oracle's like, bro, you got your calm line open. And he's like, <laughs> no. How many heard them? Like, literally everybody. And, and all the all the back kids are like, Ugh. like, in their respective, like, crime fighting zones and damien's like i don't get it is he gonna arrest her mm-hmm. <sighs> daddy bat is like everyone else knows for shame <laughs> oh my god and he is mortified and selena's <laughs> laughing at him and he says i could never go home and she gives him a kiss on the cheek and it's very cute it i loved it <laughs> i was here for this one cracking up <laughs> all right 27 this is the dick grace and emotional character arc big brother part one and part two dick and tim have plans they're gonna go to an arcade they're gonna have fun woo but what happens damien runs up he has to write he's got a report he is nine years old who is assigning reports but anyway he has to write a report on an exhibit for from the museum it is due monday there is no time so yeah. Dick, caring, loving big brother, takes him to the museum, cancels on Tim. Tim, frustrated, slightly passive aggressive, but I do not blame him. Everyone's been in this situation. Just yeah. kind of makes a whole comment, just makes like a whole ass comment of like, what does he say? Hold on. I got to get to the right panel. He says, okay, so he's like, I'm really sorry. Dick's like, I'm really sorry about this, but it's for his school project. Tim says, mm-hmm. I know I shouldn't have gotten mad. It's fine. Clearly not. We can go to the arcade another day. I promise. Yeah. Until something else comes up. That's more important. He's like, what do you mean? And then uh, he is like, when was the last time there wasn't some kind of emergency or interruptions? When was the last time you hung out with anyone? just for fun without having to rush off and help somebody else so he's basically like bro what the fuck dude you like none of us are important enough for you you are flaky you cancel on my ass every single time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's a couple panels of that and you know he's just sad he's like i just want to hang out with my older brother and like i feel like i can't do that blah 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 and then dick is like the so what am i like what am I, what am i supposed to do i'm supposed to be a good person but i'm not being a good brother and then what does he do how, how does he solve this problem he broods he broods he goes inside outside so this it's is whatever next... everyone pouts everyone yeah. pouts yeah we're bleeding into so this is episode 28 yeah. part two mm-hmm. uh he's like mm, outside and then yeah. jason's he's like, like i'm you... an amazing brother what's wrong with you and he's like do i actually always do that and he's like yeah dude you do actually always do that. he's like damn but how am I supposed to be a good brother and a superhero? Right. Uh, and they talk about boundaries and setting boundaries and how that's important. You know, he's like, uh, Jason's like, you can like carve time out for yourself so you can like do things that you care about, aka like spend time with the people you want to spend time with. There's a bunch of, we're all superheroes. <laughs> like, yeah. One of the other ones can take care of it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. It's like, you're not Dick. I love you. You are my brother, but you are not a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops. 
Yeah. All right. You are not Reba McIntyre. Exactly. He gets this pep talk and then he's like, you're right. And then he goes and gets Tim and they go on the arcade date and then they're they're cool again. Mm-hmm. Episode 29. Hang out. Okay. So we get a bunch of a bunch of them introduced, a bunch of superheroes introduced. We see Tim. He's hanging out with his pals. Connor Kent, a.k.a. Superboy, a clone made from Superman and Lex Luthor's DNA. Okay. Yeah. Bart Allen, a.k.a. Impulse, The Flash's grandson from the future. Cassie Sandsmark, a.k.a. Wonder Girl, daughter of Zeus. The core four. Hey, I like that. <laughs> They're just hanging out. I don't know. They're at a diner. They want to keep hanging out. Diners probably. I don't know if they established the diner's going to close, but they're trying to take that. No, no, no. They're at Bat Burgers. It's not that it's closing. They're trying to find something else to do because like they don't want to go home. Yes, basically. So they're, they're like, what about a movie? Yeah. No. Whoa. We can't do movies. Why? Because the Riddler sucks. Yeah. Oh, don't you like live in a mansion with like a television? No. <laughs> no, I do. There's a party going on. I don't want to go there because then I'm going to have to yeah. be at the party. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they convince them. So they're at the Bat Cave. Oh, they're instead of going to the manor, they go to the Bat Cave. <laughs> and they watch TV on the Bat Computer. Can you imagine? <laughs> I wouldn't, it would not be a comfortable experience. I imagine it's very cold. Damp. <laughs> there are not enough chairs. You're leaving with a cough. Yeah. Uh, they're like, hey, t- but Tim is trying, like, don't eat the snacks by the computer. Like, we have to be really careful. And they get yeah. caught. <laughs> Because it's fucking Batman. <laughs> Can't do it all yep. that. So his his friends bail. <sighs> and then Tim's like, damn, we should have just gone to like the other state to hang out. Episode 30. Yep. Because Bruce is raiding on their parade. Yes. Driving. He has to be a dad. Driving. Yep. We see Drake. That's his name, right? Duke. Duke. We see Duke. I was like, this sounded really <laughs> wrong. I was like, Tim Drake. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna make a memory game i'm gonna make a memory game it's gonna be fun don't okay (laughs) patreon episode what can she remember nothing okay no it'll be i will i will do it i will make a memory game it'll include every single superhero whose comic we've read thus far i'll go back through the backlogs i'll get there how many how many you can identify i feel like i'll get there it's just it's not it's not a quick memory it has to like boot up you know (laughs) Uh, mm-hmm. so we're seeing them they're going out oh it's stephanie she her aunt her hand is in a sling she's like i can't drive the bat mobile so you gotta do it he's like i've never done it he's like it's fine let's go not only has he never driven the Batmobile, he's never driven any car yep so let's start with the super intense sports car <laughs> with no labeled buttons so they click on stuff nothing's happening they click then it takes off screech they mm-hmm. hit something <laughs> He's like, oh my God. She's like, it's fine. There's a drone attacking Batman. That's the whole reason mm-hmm. they take it because they're trying to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't, they don't, they're trying to find the missile. They're trying to like, they're actually just trying to figure out the car. He pushes yep. a button. He ejects Stephanie. Just out of the car. Wrong lever. Wrong. He's like, oh my God, freaking. You're like, when you get on the freeway and you're not ready, you're like, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> so he's like, freaking out. He finally mm-hmm. finds the mm-hmm. missile. He explodes. Kaboom. He's just like, I'm so sorry, Steph. I didn't mean to do that. And then she was like, yeah, but we got to get skedaddle because the commissioner is going to be pissed about the property damage. He's like, property damage? Like, he didn't notice. And they definitely caused some. And then he, yeah. they drive by. He's like, I guess I'm never going to be allowed to drive the Batmobile. And she's like, nah, dude, everyone does this. I almost took it out of building my first ten- test drive. You'll be fine. And then that It's episode. almost like, you know, 
Batman should be teaching them how to drive before there's an emergency. I know, or have like a not ba- like a kid Batmobile. A train, just, like a, a trainer. Yeah. Oh my god, like a Barbie Jeep. Yes. Uh-uh-uh. They have to drive around the grounds in the Barbie Jeep first. Yes. All right, episode thirty-one. Dirty little mm-hmm. secret. Damien is tracking Jason. Yep. Because he needs blackmail material upon him. Yeah, it's very Batman. And he's like tracking him. Jason, obviously, I don't know. He can tell that he's being tracked. He lights like a little fire that says, uh, stop following me, weirdo. And then he's like, "Ah, I got caught. So he's like, well, if he's out patrolling, I'm just going to go break into his apartment. So he goes in there. He's like, wow, it's clean. And he's a wall full of weapons. Yep. Um, And then he finds a little box. And the little Mm -hmm. box has a copy of Pride and Prejudice. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hey, I know your secret. You read Jane Austen. And he's like, so? And he's like, well, isn't it like a girl book? And he's like, have you read it? And he starts, re- he's like, no. And then we cut to him reading it. And he's mm-hmm. just like, <gasps> he's like very into the story. Yeah. And Jason's like, yeah, just keep reading. And mm-hmm. then Damien has to upkeep his his life. He's like, don't tell anyone we hung out. I hate you. <laughs> episode 32, the cast episode. And we see, all seeing part um, one. Yep. And we see Cass breaks in. She's helping out or she breaks through. Mm-hmm. She's going to help Batman. They're fighting together. She reads everyone's body language. She's, she's got her Sherlock Holmes power. Yes. Immediately is like, uh, uh, weak leg, kick, breaks the patella. But even if you have a strong patella, if you break it, it's going to fall. <laughs> you don't have to be super strong. Take that out. They're falling. <laughs> Oh no. You know, she does some cool flippy flips, very cool panels, action panels. Batman's like, thanks for the assist. And then she's like, yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Cause she can, mm-hmm. like, she's so good at reading body language. She can tell when people are happy or when they're sad. So she sees they're going to have a movie night. She sees that Barbara's very excited. We see Steph with the university sweater. It's very cute. And then she cast realized that Steph's upset. So she like asks about it. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, I'm fine. And then she doesn't really take on the cues to like let it go. So she's like, no, you're lying. Like, what's wrong? And then Steph gets upset because she like failed a quiz and she has to retake a course and she leaves. Yeah. Which, you know, relatable. Yeah. And so Cass just kind of doesn't really get that it's not her fault that she's upset. So she thinks like, mm-hmm. oh, I like it's my fault. She's hurt. Like, I'm on, I can only be hurtful. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of that. It bleeds into 33. Uh, part dose barbara's you know being a good like older sibling is like hey like mm-hmm. you didn't do anything like she was upset like her choices is why she failed like it's not your fault and uh, you know she's having Cass is having some like insecurities the existential of- crisis time yes and so she's like why do i only hurt people like I only exist to hurt people when i look at myself in the mirror they do a, a mm-hmm. little practice like look yourself in the mirror when she sees herself in the mirror she sees like someone who is dangerous she's unhappy that she's dangerous and then oracle mm-hmm. points out like no like i see a hero you know i see a sister and she's like do you see it too and Cass is like yeah i do see that and then they make up yeah and she like recontextualizes yep uh, herself love you and they watch their movie and they're happy yeah i like it it's cute 34 episode 34 recovery this one whole thing Batman gets hurt on patrol. He's been assigned to bed rest. He is like, fuck you. I do what I want. And then every, and then all of his children stop him from leaving. Yeah. Like he tries to sneak out the door. Oh, Alfred's guarding the door. He tries to sneak out the window. He'd like climb. He ties bed sheets together to sneak out. And then Tim just like, nice night. Right, Bruce? Yeah. Want to go back to bed now? 
Yep. It's great. Wonderful. Tim is kind of a dick because he lets him climb down from like all the way down before he says anything. Yep. You know, he's trying to sneak into the study. Damien swooshes around, petting a cat like he's Dr. Evil. It's great. It's wonderful. Jason has stolen all of the tires in like the Batcave. He cannot leave. Yep. He gets frustrated. And then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to take rest, whatever. And he gets back. He goes back up. This next one is uh, Gotham City Police Department, episode 35. This is where I stopped taking notes because it was taking too long. So we see that the police officer is talking to Damien. He's having a hard time taking mm-hmm. orders from a quote unquote six year old. He's not six anymore. Uh, we this is like a cute little like vignette of the cops. So we see mm-hmm. Detective Renee Montoya, veteran of Gotham Police Force, tough as nails. We see Commissioner Gordon, and they're kind of just talking about like how weird it is to like work with vigilantes, specifically children. Yep, and they all recount. They both recount like times that they've had to do it. And we see Dick Grayson mm-hmm. 16 years ago. His puns are his most lethal, lethal we- weapon. He's flying around because he's an yeah. acro bat. <laughs> Get it? A bat. Very cute. It's great. They're just sharing little stories. Renee's like, oh my gosh, imagine getting saved by those little punks. <laughs> yep. It's Jason kicking people in the face. Uh, Jason yeah. Todd, seven years ago, an edgelord since day one. Yep, being lectured or corrected. Tim Drake, yep. super smart. Tim Drake, four years ago, figured out Batman's real identity when he was nine. Mm-hmm. He's tiny. Yes, he is. He's cute. He's supposed to be 13. He was 13 when he started as Robin. And he is like tiny. Yeah, some of them are really small. <laughs> as someone who Dick at them. least was like eight. <laughs> some of them look little. Yeah, but we get, I guess his character design, he doesn't look a whole lot different. They just made him shorter. Uh, we see Stephanie Brown. She solved the whole case. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just making it seem like the police isn't even yeah. needed. It's been zero days since she last sass Batman. Yep. And uh, she was only Robin for like 60 days. So, yeah, <laughs> they say they have the weirdest jobs and it's all Batman's fault. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. Next episode, episode 36 belonging part one okay this one is stephanie brown's uh little arc so she's fighting in a simulation machine because every superhero has to have like a hollow deck basically and she's fighting uh she's running through a training she's not getting it she's losing she's been there all day uh or at least a very long time and then tim is like hey so break time yeah or better yet just stop stop for the day and she's mm-hmm. like no i have to get it right and then he's like, come on, just a little bit. And he's like, all right, fine. She's like, fine, five minutes. He kind of calls her out, like, why are you training so hard? Like, what are you trying to prove? They have, like, this, like, arc where she's like, why well, we feel like I have to prove something? Like, ever since I was little, I've had to prove something. Or ever since I was born, like, I didn't want to be, like, my father. Then I had to prove that I was, like, worthy of Bruce's mantle. And if you hear barking in this, I'm sorry, guys. I have three dogs, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think the wind is getting to them. Oh no! It is windy today, mm. so it might be that. Oh well. So uh, now she's she was uh, she tries to show Bab and Cass that their Babs and Cass that their faith is a misplaced, and that's why I have to work harder and push fat harder and like be the strongest and prove that I deserve to be here. And then he's like, "You don't have to prove anything." <laughs> like mm-hmm. we all struggle with this. This is like a re- recurring theme in this like 
comic is that oh you don't like you're not the only one going through that you can always talk to people if you're feeling this way like you're more than enough you belong here like I believe in you it's time to believe in yourself as well and then Mm -hmm. it bleeds into episode 37 and this is like her like okay arc like she's like okay like I've always felt like I've had to do that but maybe I shouldn't like I should just kind of like refocus and she goes through the simulation again and she does it she's smart enough she's good enough she's not holding herself back she beats the simulation yeah and who was watching her beat the simulation sexy daddy bruce (laughs) (laughs) it's like good work leaning again okay this is the pose he's leaning against the wall he has a towel draped across his like shoulder he's wearing like yeah very pose like uh nike nike stance pose oh they wishes they could get him Oh, they do. They have a heart to heart and they're talking about how they wanted to like how he also struggled like wanting to be a perfect to be perfect, but that's mm-hmm. not achievable. So, you know, she's like, thank you. He's like, OK, see you later. And then he's like, hey, Steph, give him hell out there, which is, I think, his version of like, I'm proud of you. Yep. He's like, always do. Bye. End of that one. Episode 38. S.O.S. We have to go to a party and oh. Alfred is gone. And they realize that nobody knows how to tie a tie. So funny. No so what one. did they choose to do? What did they, do they go to YouTube? Do they look for like a wiki how? No. They phone a friend. What oh, friend okay. did they phone? Superman. Yes. And it's not even like a phone call. It's an alert signal. Yes. They oh press my the big God. Red button. Wow. Crazy. And uh, so then they go through this like funny so they're just like how do you tie it he's like uh you do it like this and like this and then under and through and he's like he doesn't really know how to do it then they involve the flash and the flash can't really do it and then they do my favorite was Hal, right uh the green lantern he's like are you doing it because he like makes a demo for them he's like are you not looking at what i'm doing like what are you and they're like why don't you just ask alfred he's like he's out of town because green lantern is just kind of like he just he just is there to yeah, he's the worst and then wonder woman comes in and saves the day she's like why don't you just not wear a tie because you're the richest guy there who cares if you're gonna be wearing one or not i i this was so relatable because like i do that thing where i get so involved with like social rules without like like, I don't understand them, but I know that they're there and that they're important. So I get very involved with following the rules. Uh-huh. And then someone is just like, well, like, you know, you don't have to. And it's like, no, I do. I have to it do was, it. It was very, yes, I have to. I have to. There's no I ands, to, ifs, or buts. I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect all of the time at right. all things. Right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Batman said you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman said that I don't have to. I just need to be the richest person in town. Uh, yeah, that's true. So then, yeah, that one ends because it was like an easy fix. Just don't wear the tie. Uh, yep. We're on episode 39, Secret Identity. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing Luke, right? Luke Cage? Is that yep. him? Okay, so Luke yep. Cage, Tim. Or not Luke Cage, <laughs> Luke Fox. Luke Fox, thank you. Okay, so we're seeing Luke Fox. I was like, it's a Luke. I just can't. That's why I was like, it can't be him. They're on different, they're different properties. <laughs> right? he comes to gar to gotham you know yeah i don't have a whole i have like little to zero experience with um his character so i was just like i don't know like who this is yeah beyond, i have very like, little experience with him either beyond the little text that told me who he was <laughs> mm-hmm. so we have luke duke and tim and they're at the batman what is it called bat burger 
Thank you. I like the poison ivy in the back. It says new veggie burgers. <laughs> uh, they're eating, and he, uh, Duke is kind of going through it. He's like, uh, he's basically asking about like his secret identity. He thinks he mm-hmm. might be attracting too much attention. It's getting harder to explain away the axes and the bruises. And Luke's like, or yeah, Luke's like definitely hardest part of the job. Although mm-hmm. I think the emotional damage is the hardest part of the job. But I guess this is all encompassing. The emotional, yes. And so Fair. they're just kind of talking because he's like a young, a new vigilante. And they're like, yeah, like mm-hmm. w- sometimes these ex- excuses work. Or, and Luke's like, or yeah, Luke is kind of like, well, I'm a boxer. So that explains like half of your problems away. Then he asked him for advice. And then Duke asked him for advice. And I, I need you to know that the advice he gives is a hundred percent something that happened. I read that. I read that comic arc as it was coming out. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. So Tim's advice for how to balance having a secret identity while also being a superhero was, you know, get your friend who's a shapeshifter dress up to dress up to be you so that clearly people can see that like you are not clearly not a vigilante if like you and the vigilante are in the same room get critically injured in your civilian identity commit to an entire year of physical therapy so that you cannot there is no possible way you are the vigilante who is going to be appearing this entire time is it a time sink absolutely but because you will have to still go to physical therapy appointments to hold up the con But it is 100% worth it because no one will ever think you're Red Robin again. Yep. That's a thing that happened. I I am here to tell you that 100% happened. I read it. I Uh, think I have it in my back room. I believe you 100%. I kind of figured, I was like, I feel like this happened. This is very specific. This must have happened. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. He's, you know, I think they brought it just to kind of like make fun of that or something. I don't know. So. Because I don't know if they actually give them like a solution. They're just like, okay, like, I'm not going to do that. But thank you for talking to me about this problem. Yep. He's just like, you know, I'm just going to like try keeping my head down. Yeah. I'll lie low. We'll try. We'll try to do that. So episode 40. It's like, and and then we'll revisit the fake injury, the fake long-term injury. Yes. Plan. Yeah. And <laughs> Tim's like, they're good plans. Okay. It worked for me. Uh, we get episode 40 better and brighter this is tim's emotional arc yep so this is where we get him in the purple he is on a date with his boyfriend bernard he wants to hold bernard's hand he's overthinking it that's the entire episode yep and then he talks to kate kane about it who is the other queer member of the bat family she is a lesbian he is bi and you know basically being like oh how do you do relationships and she's just like i don't know you just you just talk to him try talking to it like literally communication 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 and then he tries talking to him and it works and they hold hands and it's very sweet end of the story arc yep and that was two episodes mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> episode 42 unbelievable mm-hmm. we get the justice batman has been injured how he has a broken foot rolled ankle probably <laughs> <laughs> and then a rumor starts oh it was the joker oh it was uh this croc almost bit his leg off mm-hmm. oh why didn't you call us about your leg we would have helped and he's like it was nothing it'll heal i don't want to talk about it superman's like hawkman said the riddler did this and bane did that and joker did this and the killer croc and blah 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 <sighs> and batman's like uh and then we see what actually happened he was reliving his youth and 
the skateboarding in the manor did the skateboarding fine but then falls down the stairs rolls his ankle he falls face plant face plants onto the stairs and then falls all the way down and then he's like uh yeah that's happened i was attacked and the justice league don't really believe him and he's mm-hmm. like that's totally what happened They're like sure whatever you say and that's the end of that episode Next episode 43 detective work a great crime has been committed somebody stole stephanie brown sandwich dun 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 a who done it i thought the dog okay, did it I, there's a dog i there. thought the dog did it too <laughs> was like, there was a dog, dog there this entire time it was Chekhov's dog and i was like well if there's a dog in the first act of the play then they must have eaten the sandwich by the third no so she's just like we have confronting suspects. them yep mm-hmm. tim drake duke thomas jason todd Damien is also in the house, but he is a vegetarian. He could not have eaten the turkey sandwich. No. We start. Who? Who is the sketchy? Who is the shadiest person in the group? Jason Todd. Yep. Where have you been all day? What's your alibi? Where were you when the sandwich was taken? In the library. Uh, He was in the library. No plate. Nope. Next person is, sorry. Duke is up next. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, like, because Jason's like, well, I heard Duke coming downstairs at that time. Well, where were you when the sandwich was taken? It's like, I was in the study doing homework. And she's like, nah, no one does homework. But no, he was in the study. There is no plate. Finally, who's left? Tim. Obviously, he took the sandwich. She is grilling him. All right. He was writing reports. Everyone knows when you write reports, you get peckish. What do you do when you get peckish? Do you go to the kitchen to get a bag of chips? No. You go to a random room to find a sandwich. Yep. Everyone knows that. Yes. Damien pops out. You guys are being loud as hell. I'm trying to be an artiste in here. She's like, we're trying to find a thief. He says, okay, do mm-hmm. it quietly. Also, Stephanie, I moved your sandwich into the fridge so you don't get sick. Wow. Nobody. Or no, he didn't move it from the sandwich. Did he put it? He put it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah he put it, it in the fridge. He, it. he yeah. saw it sitting out. And he was like, oh, salmonella. He just picks it up, puts it in the fridge. Yeah, we didn't check the fridge. Nope. End of episode. Episode 44. Mm-hmm. Ransom. We see Tim. He's been abducted. He's been kidnapped. He's sitting there. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. I could take these people out, but I'm a civilian. So I guess I'll just sit here. Yep. Super frustrated. These are very inept criminals. Yeah. He's been there for like an hour. Jason Todd <laughs> finally shows up. He's like, you let yourself get kidnapped. And he's like, okay, we're not all vigilantes. Remember? Yep. In the process of saving him, Jason Todd, who at this point is, I think he's a quasi crime lord. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like he's he's basically giving them like a pep talk, talking about like, well, this is where you got went wrong, Everywhere. you know. Workshop notes from someone yeah. in the industry. Yeah, he <laughs> gives them a receipt of every way they fucked up, which is like every single way they use. Like their per- they went back to their apartment, they used their credit card, they you know got, left the paper trail. All they weren't stuff. wearing masks. They were not wearing masks. <laughs> Tim's like, can you just do the thing so I can leave? And then he's like, shoot, the adults are talking. It was a cute panel. It was. It was. He's like, but no, 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 you didn't, you didn't fuck everything up because, like, clearly you did a successful kidnapping. You grabbed the guy. Great job, sport. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, I gotta knock you guys out now. Knocks him out. Tim like has escaped at this point. <laughs> he's like, wait, mm-hmm. why are you upset, Tim? <laughs> End of episode. Episode forty-five. Strong enough. This is the Jason Todd emotional arc. Yeah, this is like the, yeah. Jason, here we go. He's fixing mm-hmm. a bike because he's a cool guy and he fixed the bike, but he left the little thing out there. Where is it? It's not a crowbar, but it's definitely a tool. It's a tire iron. 
thank you, Tyra. <laughs> thank you. It's like, it's not this, but it's that. Thank you, Miranda, for knowing words. Uh, someone trips, Tim trips on it. Stephanie and Tim are walking into the room. He's like, well, sorry. I should just leave everything be broken or whatever. Uh, very angsty. And then he's like, <laughs> such an asshole. Yeah. He asked Stephanie to pass him the tire iron. When she picks it up, mm-hmm. it makes the creak, the scrape sound and boom, triggered. He gets sent back immediately to uh, the Joker with the crowbar. crowbar. And he's like panicking because he's like, you know, losing it. Like he's he's freaking out. And he's like, I can't, like, I can't, I can't be here. I got to go. So he's like, I got to go. I got to go upstairs. Stephanie's like, what's wrong? He's like, mm-hmm. I got to go. He warrants. runs. He yep. isolates himself. He sits in a like corner and he's having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. PTSD moment. And we're see- this, the panels are changing between like manner and like the day he got like beat up or not even the day it's like it's i'm trying to think of how to word it because it's not the day this isn't this isn't what the warehouse looked like like the it's just basically like he's things are changing around him we're going from like the manor to like a visual representation of like his spiraling thoughts yeah so we see the manor we see that like as he's like you know spiraling they've there's like joker Mm -hmm. smiles everywhere there's a joker face on the floor um it's all engulfing of the joker yeah everything's being drowned in like lazarus pit green yes (laughs) bruce comes down he's being a good dad he's Mm -hmm. coaching him through it he's like you're okay like ground yourself what are like some things you can feel yeah touch the carpet touch your clothes and he's like okay i'm here like i'm wearing a cotton shirt i'm he's grounding himself he's like coming back to it he's like i'm in the manor Mm -hmm. i'm fine i'm safe and they get him a weighted blanket but he's still like like he knows he's safe but it still is like an emotional toll so he's just kind of like going through it we do get a wonder woman mug <laughs> some cookies to make him feel better yeah he's, he's eating it alfred comes in with like golden he's like there's no timetable for healing do what you need to do and then yeah. he's in the like living room and they've gotten cute videos for him to watch mm-hmm. we check back in with him are you okay and then we get Bruce that's also done some emotional healing. He's like, I totally, I get it. Like, it's, it feels easier to push everything down. But really, like, I was wrong. You need to, like, deal with your emotions as they're happening, you know? Um, and then he gives him a little kiss. <laughs> so yeah, cute. it was so cute. Yeah, they kind of, he just is like, okay, like, I am strong enough to heal. He doesn't have to carry the burden alone. He has a family. And we got a cute image of, a cute illustration of all being, of them all being a family. And I definitely thought this was, like, the end of the (laughs) Right? It reads like a finale. Yeah, I think it would have been a really good stopping point. But we get, like, a few more, more, I would say, more random ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe they didn't know they were, like, working towards the finale or something and they had to stop. I don't know. But we get Alfred. Next episode. That's it. That's it for Jason. World's finest. Finest. And we get Alfred and it's the parents. Love it. (laughs) Yep. It is Alfred and the Kents and they're commiserating of their disaster children. Yeah. They're cooking together. They're just, like, uh, holding community. They're eating. They're just Mm -hmm. talking about it. That's the whole episode, honestly. They're just like, yeah, it's, they're kind of hard to parent, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> I guess there are yeah. kids. Ha-ha. And they're like, yeah, I remember when Batman wouldn't shut up about being Batman. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they, and then they cut away. And they're like, well, Clark knows better. Like, he wouldn't listen to us. And then Clark's like, oh, my gosh, he's on to us. And then Bruce is like, I should have just bugged their fucking house. He's like, not my parents. And that's the end <laughs> like, of that. <laughs> listen, Clark. 
Clark is the kid that like completely bought into it when like his mom said she had eyes in the back of her head. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like he uh, completely okay. bought into it. And then meanwhile, Alfred has had to wrestle Bruce into like being a person his entire life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next episode, 48, shovel talk. We see Duke. He answered the door. This was the stupidest one. This one like made no sense. Uh, so we're just we're just gonna blow through this one. So yeah. Uh, basically, there's a thought that Cass has a boyfriend. She doesn't have a boyfriend. <laughs> That's the whole no, episode. It's yeah. It's just a random guy. Yeah, it's just her a friend. random friend. Mm-hmm. And they're all and overly invested. Has no chill. Duke has no chill and he spills the beans, which like, come on, that's not. Listen, um, one of the things I watch a lot of family therapists because I think that they're interesting, mm-hmm. right? One of the things that they talk about is that people have different roles within a family. And that includes like the family gossip. Like that mm-hmm. is actually a fairly important role within a family. That person mm-hmm. that gets the information around. Duke at no point in this comic is portrayed as like the family gossip. So it really makes no sense how he's the one that's like spreading the misinformation that Cass is dating. Yeah. So hijinks ensue because then everyone's like oh my god who is this and they're trying to like figure out who it is and then yeah he cracks i, I don't even know if it's cracking because he's just like Cass, i'm so sorry like i definitely told him that that was like your ex your friend with like you know friend and hearts you know probably a boyfriend <laughs> she's like no that's my friend he like runs back he's like it's just a friend it's just a friend um and it's just a friend Yep. And that's the episode. Yeah. They were all going to give him the shuffle talk, which <sighs> like, A, not necessary. Mm-hmm. B, we have characters in this comic who were going, actually going on dates and no one tried to give them the shuffle talk. Right. It was a really weird, honestly, it was a really weird one. I didn't see the mm-hmm. point of it. Yeah. Beyond just like filling it, an episode. Like filler, yeah, I like guess. Someone wanted to see a shuffle talk and then they were like, and then they're like, they who hasn't decided- dated? <laughs> Right? I think Shovel Talk should have been Selena. It's yeah, come on. That would have been hilarious. You kidding? Like Selena's trying to pull off a heist, trying to steal some shit. And then these all of these like bird vigilantes keep interrupting her to ask about like her intentions with their father. Mm -hmm. Would have been great. Yeah, it would have been. 49. Mm -hmm. One more. Part one. Three more. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the story. I'm sorry. (laughs) You're fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. Part one, we see mm-hmm. Barbara. She mm-hmm. is doing Oracle shit. She's helping Batman. She's helping Jason. She's yep. click, clack, clack. This is her emotional story arc. Yes. So she's helping everyone. Basically, someone's calling in. They need mm-hmm. direction. Someone's calling in. They need resources. Someone's calling in. They, they need uh, intel. It's 3.15. Yep. She's going to go to bed. But no, is she? Nope. Because uh, she can't. Because crime doesn't stop. So she cannot. All those. Also. So... Mm-hmm. Gotham City Police Department, she's helping them out too. Yep. So by day she helps the cops and by night she helps her vigilante. Well, also being a librarian. Yes. So she doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. She's in the stacks apparently. I don't know what her I, excuse is. But that is so frustrating because like librarians do a lot of work and she's, I know. Especially, she's a librarian <laughs> in a major city. She's a librarian, not just in a major city, but a major city that is infamous for how shitty it is. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that that library is not full to bursting every single day? Right. So it's weird. They didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. She leaves. She does leave like her big screens and goes to like kind of take care of herself. Like she takes a shower. She brushes her teeth. But even then she's like on her phone trying to like. Yeah. send tips, stuff like that. And then we get to the point where she's been up for like three days. She's starting to make mistakes. And 
Nightwing shows up. Yes. Nightwing is like, hey, <laughs> so I just want to let you know you've been working for too much. You've been doing too much. You got to stop. How long you been doing it? She's like, a couple days. And then she's like, I just need 10 minutes and a cup of tea. And then he's mm-hmm. like, okay, got you. And then um, she like falls asleep as he's doing that. She wakes up to an alert. And she's like, no, I can't do this again. Like the police are going to have to handle that. She goes with Nightwing. They have a conversation about like, how do we manage our time? Another, another conversation within yeah. the series. It's like, how, many, how do we manage like caring about crime, but also taking care of ourselves? And again, it's like, uh, you know, like there's a bunch of us, so we can kind of do this together. Yeah. And that like, if a bad thing happens, it isn't on you. Right. Yep. And then they, she gets her cup of tea and then he leaves. Mm-hmm. Next episode, 51, night in season one finale. Yeah. This one, hilarious. Yes. If you only read one of these, read this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> this one was great. You want go ahead and go. You can do this one. All right. Thank you. So we see shenanigans happening in Gotham City. Someone is trying to break into the place. The criminals are like, I don't know about this, buddy. If I got a bad feeling, what the bat shows up. And the other one's like, you stupid, look up in the sky. The bat signal ain't out. The bat signal's not lit. You must have quit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're like, I guess so. And then Superman's like, hello, citizens. You should really not take other people's things. And they're like, what are you doing here? And then Superman is filling in for Batman because Batman is taking a is taking the night off. All right. He is super proud of himself. He's like, I was asked to look after Gotham. This is proof that I am Batman's best friend. Yes. But do you know who else was asked to look after Gotham? Harley Quinn. Dressed she as. shows up. <laughs> the Batman. Okay, I'm going to do the voice. Ready? Okay. All right. So she's dressed up as Batman. She looks at Superman. She says, <clears throat> What are you doing in my city, Superman? <laughs> Harley. No super people in Gotham. Harley. Yay, it's me, Harley Quinn. <laughs> With my clever disguises of it's just a cape. It's like a party city bat cape. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yep. And then she... Superman's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, of course I'm here. I'm from Gotham and I'm a Gothamite. And the Gothamites are allergic to truth and justice. <laughs> and I'm here because I'm covering for for Bat for Batsy and the Bird Boys because I'm Batman's best friend. <laughs> and his eye twitches. He twitches. <laughs> and they both. And they there's only one way to resolve this argument. Call Batman. Who is your best friend? They don't get Batman. They get Alfred. Alfred is done with their bullshit. Yes. Hangs up. All right. Batman. Bruce pokes his head in. All right. He's like. Or did they need help? Did something happen? I can suit up real fast. And Alfred's like, but no, no, we're having a movie night. Listen, there is like 10 of us. There's 10 of us. Do you know how hard it is to, do you know how hard it is to coordinate these schedules? All right. We're not canceling. They're having a movie night in their home theater. We're, meanwhile, Superman and Harley Quinn, a bat Quinn. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, uh, oh, I can't see it. Well, I'll edit it, but is my Snapchat. I predicted it. <laughs> I thought you did. Oh, that's amazing. From like 2013. <laughs> that's crazy. That's amazing. Yes. So uh, Superman and, and Bat Quinn 
they decide they will both look after Gotham. But obviously, they're each Batman's best friend. The other one is delusional. And that is our finale. And that's the finale. And that's that's why I was confused uh, as to like why this was a finale. And not the, it was a very cute one. But yeah, yeah, awkwardly placed. It's not a good finale. I think like I think the Jason arc. Yeah, like move them and then just put mm-hmm. the Jason arc as a finale. That would have made more sense. Yeah. Dramatic wise. <laughs> and thematically, because it's talking about how like, you know, life is tough and you don't always know when things are going to get better, but it's okay because, like, I'm supported by my family. Yeah. So it uh, something must have happened on production schedule. That's, like, my guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, email us. People who work on this, creatives at yeah. thesidekicks at gmail.com. <laughs> Repeat, we are thesidekicks at gmail.com, capital T-H-E, capital S-E-I-D. Capital K-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. We are also the sidekicks on Instagram. You can reach out to us through there. Always be plugging. Hey, uh, <laughs> we went a long time not playing today. Uh, but yeah, let's, uh, would you recommend this? Absolutely. This was a lot of, this is a ton of fun. It's a great way to be introduced to the concept of these characters. You know, it's just, it's fun. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think it's a really fun read. It's it's honestly really quick. Like we went through it in three hours and we were like describing things and talking in between it. So if you read it on your own, it'll be quick. Um, yeah. Or like Miranda said, read the last one, <laughs> the season finale. It's a cute one. It kind of tells you everything that it, it paints what the the webtoon is. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I recommend it. I think it's good. They do a really good job of like, I think it's like a good synopsis of like the problems and themes that you see like drawn out and long long batman arcs you know where it's like they're dealing with like loneliness they're dealing with like the pressures of society they're dealing with the pressures of like being a vigilante all that stuff they they deal with it like in very quick like snips of things so yeah. it's like i appreciate the how concise the writing can be um so yeah i recommend it i think it's really fun so miranda what are we reading next week well uh next week uh our next episode will be coming out in December 29th, which is like two days away from the new year. Yay! So I thought we would take a little break, be kind to ourselves, you know, in honor of the holiday. And we're going to read some fan fiction. Hey, it's so, all been building up to this, everyone. It has been. Wayne Family Adventures deals heavily in fanon, which is sort of fan characterizations that kind of get acted. It's fan characterizations that are treated like canon, but they're not officially canon, uh, which obviously is the realm of fan fiction. Uh, I have chosen three fanfics. I will, um, I will send them to you personally, and then if you could like tag them on like the episode description at the end of this. But I'll read them out. Uh, we've got all of these can be found on Ao3. I just think like it's easiest. Um, there's Family Values by Vanilla Pudding. There is You Told Me About Nowhere, which is by Anonymous. It is on AO3. Um, again, these are all Bat Family stories because I figure, you know, we just spent three hours talking about like the Bat Family. So it was easiest. And then finally, we have Sold to Wonder Woman by My Evil Adoptive Father Batman by Jean Jacket Carf. This is just kind of, I chose three. Hopefully they're a good selection to kind of give you, give you someone who does not read fan fiction an idea okay i'm excited to read it uh yeah so we'll be reading all three right yep all three 
Altogether, altogether, it's about 1,300 words or 13,000 words. Sounds good. Um, Yeah, I'm excited. All right, Miranda, where can the people find you? Well, uh, if you would like to reach out to me directly, I am Dynamite Miranda on TikTok. I am your friendly neighbor at Amateur Batman Historian. So I talk a lot about comic books and I have fun and I go live twice a week on Thursdays and Saturdays, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I repeat, I am Dynamite Miranda on TikTok. Dinos and Dinosaur, Mighty as in Mighty Mouse Miranda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. And where can they find you? Well, I am Orchetta Chica on TikTok and Instagram where I post art stuffs and life stuffs too, mostly memes on Instagram because uh, I got to laugh through life. Yeah. If you want to contact us, we are the sidekicks side spelled like dark side. Um, our email is the sidekicks at gmail.com capital T capital S capital K side is spelled S E I D. Um, and then on Instagram, we're also the sidekicks uh, where we post content to remind y'all that we are posting stuff on and yeah. the audio forms yeah reach out to us if you have any questions uh if you're creative and we yeah, have recommendations <laughs> yeah and yeah recommendations for sure uh leave a five-star review on apple podcast and we might read it on the show itself so yeah if you make it funny we will definitely read it on the show itself yes uh yeah so have a great week everyone have fun reading fan fiction bye bye we don't have an outro song so rawr chomp rawr chomp 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 rawr rawr dinosaur outro song yeah